Bring it up. It's just above the fuzzy tail. Okay. Just above. Welcome back to another episode of Quad Shot. Hooray! Yay. <laughs> you never sound enthusiastic to be here. We, well, I am. Best show ever. I, I am, I am. It actually, given our guest, could be. Very possibly could be the best show we've ever had. Yeah. Who is our guest? I can't uh, see him. Uh, I literally can't. <laughs> Did you forget your glasses? We, we are, are very excited to be joined by renowned author of comic books. The one. Multilingual. The only. Multilingual comic books. Multilingual. Yes. <laughs> he, er, his book, Arrow Girl, comes out from the Action Lab in May. In May. I did my homework. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne Feenstra, welcome, welcome to the Quad Shot. Yay! Yay. Thanks for having me back, guys. Sure. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. The check sure. in the mail is a great introduction. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dwayne, how, how's life going? How are things? It's really good. Um, Arrow Girl just got uh, picked up by Action Lab. So it's coming out in May. Yeah. Great. Nice. Congrats. Yeah, only took a year and a half of submitting to them. And <laughs> two pitches, them. right? Yeah, I pitched it to them about a year or so ago, before the first Kickstarter. It's almost a year and a half ago. And, and how'd that go? They said it was okay, and then they never got back to me again. Yeah. And then took it in my own hands. We were in San Diego last year, went over to their booth, their president was at their table we walked over and said this is our book headed right to him he liked it and he said okay we're gonna we got an email from him like a week after the, the con and the rest is history so sometimes it pays to go to those shows and go over editors heads oh yes because you know just because one editor doesn't like your book doesn't mean they're all gonna dislike it it all matters who sees your book so for those that don't know about arrow girl tell us a little bit about it the Adventures of Arrow Girl is an all-ages book about a young girl dealing with the loss of her father and mentor with the help of a superpowered gorilla. It's uh, kind of a golden age, bronze age feel to the book. It's very fun, silly. You got circus villains. You got all ages. All ages. Yeah. Circus villains. You got an evil geneticist, mixed together animals. But it tells a serious story of loss and overcoming you know, death in the family and finding yourself after your whole world is shaken. It's fun and serious at the same time. It's very good. I've, I've, I've read two issues. you read two issues, yes. I've read two issues now, and... Um, I've really enjoyed it, but more importantly, my kids have really enjoyed it. Yeah. And as someone who takes his, his three- and five-year-old daughters to the comic shops regularly, that's awesome. Because there's not a whole lot that they can pick up and read and enjoy. So uh, I highly recommend it not just to be like comics, but if you are a parent uh, and you have kids looking for comics, it's, it's great. Um, and actually, the reading, my, my oldest daughter now is able to start like reading it, which is which is good. Well, I always say that it's uh it's the gateway drug, not necessarily just to get them into comics, just to get kids into reading. Yes. When they're little, the pictures really go a long way helping kids be involved with a story. Once they start liking comics, you can kind of graduate them into actual short form novels and things like that. And it goes from there, but you gotta start somewhere and everyone likes a pretty picture. And Oxer and JP make some beautiful pictures. Yes. Yeah, no, it's it's a great book. Highly, highly recommended, and not just because Dwayne's on the show. Although, what I should do next month is tell one how much I hate it. <laughs> like, okay, now that Dwayne's not here, tell the truth. No, 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 very, very good book. Dwayne, are you working on any other projects? Right now, I I know issue three of Midnight Tiger should be coming out next month. That's also through Action Lab. Nice. It's a four issue mini. I wrote the first three issues of it with the very talented Ray Anthony Height. Ray Anthony Height. He's done some Marvel work, and the the four issues are coming out. And we're still waiting to see the sales numbers to see if we're going to continue on either as an ongoing or maybe as a, do another mini. It all depends on the numbers, and numbers come later than you nice. want them to. 
So, but it's looking good. It's been well received. Getting a lot of good reviews for that one. So I'm excited to have that one. I have both of my books coming through Action Lab. It seems like I have a pretty comfortable home. I've developed a couple other things. I got a, a sci-fi type thing that's kind of like Last Starfighter meet Green Lantern. With Is that the one I, I, I saw? Yeah, okay. that one. I've got some, actually some sketch art done that from a friend of Oxford's from Mexico. David's not doing it anymore? David's not doing that one, no. David, oh. is, we're doing a different one with David, my, 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 brother, my brother David. We're doing a, a web comic that's a steampunky western type thing. Nice. With, uh, yeah, it's, it's the Wild Wild West. Yeah, kind of a weird Stars Will state. Smith. Is uh, there a giant spider? There's not a giant spider, unfortunately. No, that's not unfortunate. So, <laughs> uh, it's, 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 okay. no, it's, it's steampunk, um, cowboys versus airship pirates. Nice. So it's that kind of thing. It's kind of just, it's like an it's almost like a Michael Bay type thing. Something I usually don't write because when I write, I'm very wordy and dialogue filled. But David likes action scenes, so it gives me a chance to write a different way than I usually do. Nice. So a lot of big over-the-top action things exploding, a lot of violence. Good. stuff. Good. Yeah. So not all ages. That Well, I don't know. It depends how you raise your kids. I don't judge people how they raise your kids. If you want your seven-year-old to see a pirate get a pipe through his head, that's on you. I'm, I don't, you know, I'm not raising your children. Pirate is a bad guy. Yeah. What kind of pipe? Like a corn cob pipe? No, 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 like a... Steampunk, uh, man. They didn't have corn cob pipes. <laughs> wow. Like an iron pipe. A bronze pipe. A bronze pipe. There's a corn, yeah. He's not smoking it. He's I don't know how hard you have to hit someone with a corn cob pipe to go through their head. That's very hard. Depends on where you hit him. Like <laughs> That's fine. Poking right through the temple. Perhaps just as important as everything else we have asked, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Red's <laughs> Apple Ale with all of massive amounts of 5% of alcohol. Because I write about a 14-year-old girl, and I drink like a 14-year-old girl. You're getting getting your mind in the head of the character. Yeah, really nailed the landing. (laughs) It's it's method writing, so that's how I do it. I'm secure in my masculinity, so I'm all right with it. All all the 14-year-old girls. So I dress up like a 14-year-old girl. (laughs) That is a cute dress you wear. All of our 14-year-old listeners right now are going out and buying Red's Apple Ale. And Arrow Girl, hopefully. (laughs) Oh, get a six-pack of Red's yeah. Apple. Sit down with Arrow Girl. Please send your... When your parents yeah. find out, please send all hate mail <laughs> to www.marvel.com. <laughs> nice. Joe? Yes. How are you, man? Good, man. Uh, January's been a pretty steady month of work. Uh, a little bit of, what are you working on? Uh, well, I just finished the MTV show for, for day job work, and then, you know, the writing stuff is... Um, I'm putting together the Where the Witches Lurk trade paperback. Yeah. Some delays nice. in that, but that should be out in actually just like three weeks. Uh, and then Monday I start the Oscars, so I start working on that show. Nice. We'll be talking yeah. about that later. Yeah. Don't and, get excited. No, it's not right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, other than that, it's, it's pretty steady going, man. And Good. No complaints. Excellent. A lot of reading, actually. Like read, books uh, or comics? Books. Nobody cares. Oh, that's a dead <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm I just have kidding. comics to read. No, I read, I read uh, The Martian. Oh, you were talking about that. Yeah. It's really good. Really good sci-fi. Really fast. I read it in like three days. Okay. Which good. is kind of fast for a novel for me. Yeah. Amidst work. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I am drinking a Firestone Pale 31. Very yeah. good. It's a fine choice. It's got All a right. bear fighting a lion. Well, it should. On the, on the label. Perfect. It's like Game of Thrones. It's like your life. Yeah, it's like I'm drinking Game of Thrones <laughs> in my gullet. Yeah, Except for that Game of Thrones actually has a beer. Through fi- through uh, through Omegon. Yeah. 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 So this is like the, the mock. This Game is more like beer. the homeless guy down the street named Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're drinking, you know, GT. GT down the street with you're his drinking, bag. You're drinking him. <laughs> ben. Yeah, I am Ben. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. <laughs> uh, it's, been, it's been a good month, a busy month. Lots of coloring. Good. Um, 
I I can now announce the name of the book I've been working on is Primates. Nice. Prime Ooh. hyphen the number eight. Ooh. Ooh. Is it plural? Teaser. Yeah. Is it eight S? Eight S. Yes. Oh. I don't know about that. Prime eights. Uh, it is a book about eight superpowered <laughs> simians. And uh, is this in solicits now? Is that what you? It is it? not in solicits, but I got my contract, which is why I'm allowed to talk about it. Oh, okay, 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 good. Um, it was going to be through Dark Horse, and Dark Horse, uh, with their merger, has decided not to publish it, Uh-oh. which is a bit of a drawback. Um, but <laughs> fun. <laughs> uh, um, but that does not mean that it's not progressing and it's not on sale online. Oh, okay. So they're going to self-pub it? Uh, yeah, it's it's actually on its third issue right now. Okay. So. Uh, the first two issues are already on Comixology. Nice. Um, and the did you cover one, those? No, I did not. Okay, okay. I came in on this third issue, which is being finalized. Nice. And should be out in the next couple weeks. That's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, Annabelle Avery should be in solicits a few months from now. Nice. And uh, I'm actually going to be in a play. Uh, in a theatrical event. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I saw a picture of you. Yeah. On Facebook. With one of the greatest mustaches I've oh, ever oh, seen before. I'm jealous of that stuff. Throughout the entirety of February, I will be rocking a mustache that will keep you away from me if you have children. <laughs> <laughs> Can you save it until we record in March? Uh, I most certainly will not. <laughs> I will be shaving it the day after. Um, I'm curious. Why shave like it the night after? <laughs> Because I have this one. Yeah, if you've seen the real one, the fake one wouldn't do it. It justice. wouldn't. It wouldn't work. It's right. uh, it's everything. It's everything. It's just the way for the It's the way digital Keanu Reeves didn't work in the Matrix, the second one, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you've seen the real him do his thing, and you're like, that's awesome. And then they were like, well, let's just use a fake one, and it didn't work. Yeah, that's a lot like Ben's face. Yeah. <laughs> the real face. The real the face is the matrix. Yeah, the real face is. Yeah. yeah. So if, if anyone is in San Diego listening to the show, uh, other than my mother, and wants to come and see the show, it's at Lamplighters in La Mesa, and it'll be every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday through February. Nice. Great. Very cool. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. Mike, how are you, man? Wait, what's Ben drinking? I don't give a shit. I am okay, drinking on. a New Belgium <laughs> Fat Tire Amber Ale. Great. And it is delicious. Yes. Uh, okay. Uh, my month has been good. I started directing a bunch of 1Xs for OSHA, which is fun. Get to stretch those muscles I don't normally stretch. Um, and I also uh, started designing uh, lights and sound for Three Sisters. And so... Uh, is that a play? Three sisters? Yes. Okay, I didn't know if those were th- Sorry. for people we yeah. should know. <laughs> nope. Okay. It's, it's a play. Yeah. Okay. I'm a plebeian. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's good. It away from so... <laughs> Uh, doing that and still gearing up to start SLC, um, doing website work and design there. and So things are good. Being creative. Yay. Nice. Yay. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And what are you drinking? I am drinking Newcastle. Good. All oh. the Newcastles. It's classic. We have like 13. I yell right. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good one. And yes. James. Yes. And you know what? Let me start with what I'm drinking because really this will set the tone for me the rest of the night. It really yeah, will. It really will. I'd like to point out that I made a deal with Dwayne Feenstra, who backed out. I did not back out. The stores are you drinking? Not... Are you drinking this? Do you want me to grab one right now? Backed out. <laughs> I am drinking with a great deal of pride. <laughs> Fuzzy Navel by Bartles and James. It is a wine cooler. It tastes like a juice box. And it has 3% alcohol. I will have to drink a lot of them. But that won't be a problem. 
because every time I open one, I just I drink it and then I crush it like a juice box. Even though it's black. <laughs> Even I just, my hands been bleeding for like a day. I don't care because <laughs> I started a long time ago. <laughs> still not drunk. Still not bust. Not yet. So that's happening. And the rest of your month. You know, it's been really good, man. Last year, uh, twenty twenty. What was last year? 2014? Yeah, last month was 2014. On the, the map of days. Yeah. All right. 2014. <laughs> the calendar. Also known as a calendar. <laughs> the, the, it was Australia. 20, it was Australia. It was Australia. All right. 20, 2014 was a lot of flux in my life. A lot of things changing. New job. Uh, you know, just moving around quite a bit. Yeah. Didn't get a lot of time to write, uh, which is a shame. This year is looking very different. Uh, we've renewed our lease. Uh, everything's stable at work. So the last... Five days I've met with five different artists on five different projects that are all gearing up and, and at least half of them will be good. I won't say which, uh, but I'm convinced half of them will be good. The other half, I'm not sure about yet, but I'm going to do it. Yeah, you will. Uh, and, and we'll see what happens. But, but it felt really, really great to kind of get back in the swing of, of creating again mm-hmm. and, and collaborating. And, and I got to say, the guys I'm, I'm working with on stuff are all really, really great. Um, and they're all really excited about the stories we're going to tell. So, uh, so it's going to be fun, man. Um, so I started this weekend feeling uh, at least uh, not necessarily confident that everything's going to be awesome, but excited to be doing something towards that. Uh, so awesome that I decided I would drink wine coolers with, with someone else. With Dwayne. And when he backed out because he's a 14-year-old girl, and this is apparently too strong for him. Get minus 5%, which is weaker than 3 because How many have you had? I've had half, half a one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty great. So this has been a good week, uh, and, and I can't... Yeah, man, I can't complain. I'm happy. Good. Yeah. Far good. Yeah. And our webcomic has just passed the one-tenth point. Holy crap. And and people like it. Yeah. It's weird. What um, kind of feedback are you getting? Uh, it's weird. Yeah. We like yeah. <laughs> that is the well, feedback we're getting. I've had, I, had, I had a few guys get in touch with me in, in January, and there were a few articles written that were all very kind. Nobody knows where it's going, uh, which is fine, because that's kind of the point. Right. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. Hammer Down is, is the name. Mm-hmm. Ben's coloring it and doing the letters, and I'm writing it, and uh, Scott Irwin is, is the artiste. And, and I got to say, it's funny because he's just getting better. Like every week, and he actually draws them every week. So it's it's kind of funny to see because I'm getting pages now that are like two months from now that are going to be going up, right? Because we right. keep a buffer going, and so he's got every every page is better and better. But then we post the ones that are like two months. So I like we post stuff that I used to think was awesome, and I'm like, oh, I just can't wait to get to the next next page. Mm-hmm. I just want to like get ahead of it. But then like time will pass, and then the ones I think are awesome now, I'm like. Ah, these are nowhere near as good as the new ones. I just, I, I get anxious. But, you know, no one's told me it's the worst thing they've read yet. Good. So That's what we're hoping for. Yes. Not the worst. Not even the worst. That's all I strive for in life. Yeah. Yeah, Second to last is finally. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I'm running a bear. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, don't have to be fast. fast. It's a bear. No, exactly. Just faster than the other yeah. guy. Yeah. All right. Good well, times. Good times. That was Hammer fantastic. Down. Hammer down. Hammerdowncomic.com. Hammer down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. So uh, I, I guess we should get started. There's a lot to cover tonight. We should boogie. Should boogie. Did that come out all right? It felt like it closed no. off in my mouth. <laughs> it did, did not come out all right. We should boogie. <laughs> it wasn't the hard G. Don't, don't cut out the first try. 
Nope. No, no, don't get out the boogie. It wasn't the way you said it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is not a quality over quantity <laughs> issue. Here. I'm pretty sure. I'm I pretty sure <laughs> this one is not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ben's first. Yes. What are you doing? Uh, I am tonight taking charge of the drippings. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. Oh. Why do we add? You don't have to do sound effects. He's going to add sound effects. You and Ben every time. (laughs) That's the shtick, man. Can you give me me a little more drippings? Thank you. All right, the subject of this it's month's drippings. It sounds like an alien fungus jizzing. Yeah. <laughs> that's the sound effect. It's just bacon fried. <laughs> the Which, subject, coincidentally, is the sound like of alien, alien fungus jizzing. jizzing. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. The sound of this month. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the topic for, for this month's drippings is uh, something that if you are not a sports fan, you might not have heard about. This is going to lose us the only fans we have because they all care about geek stuff. That's true. It's true. So it's time to broaden your horizon. If you don't like sports... Might deflate. Uh, there you go. Oh, my. <laughs> if you don't like sports, you can fast forward to the next section. Uh, but what we are going to talk about was all that anyone talked about in the world of sports for the week leading up to the le- week before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which is deflate gate. Yeah. Uh, for those... Again, that are not aware of what the situation was in the New England Patriots, who play for New England and all those fine states, were found in their demolishing of the Indianapolis Colts to have been playing with partially deflated balls, balls that were had less air in them than the league approved. All in all, it was a pretty minor story that wound up getting blown up into a very big story. <laughs> You can say it in flat. Yeah, you could. It's not even worth it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. You can say it. You just floated it out there. Oh my story! Just so the the infraction was found at halftime. The balls were fixed, and after that was when the Patriots really went on to drub the Colts in a way that like parents should be offended. Children were allowed to watch such a beating. What was that final score? It was ridiculous. I think it was like 45 to 7. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was something ugly. And so the Patriots, that was not the reason that the Patriots won that game. And we could, we could have a long discussion about that, but again, our, our listeners are probably not sports fans. So the direction I wanted to take it was this. Can you think of another story in your life that really just was ridiculously overblown? Yeah. As an example... Uh, the Ebola scare that affected all the three people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that's a good one. Or Mike Tyson biting off Holyfield's ear. They put it back. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they What's did. the problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm much more offended by Mike Tyson's facial tattoo. Yeah. Although I would never say that to Offended him. or jealous? Offended. Oh, okay. Offended. I think you could rock that tattoo, personally. I could. I could. I want all that facial hair. Mm. Yeah, Ed, Ed, Ed Helms pulled it off. Yeah, he did. He did. What about you, Mike? A story that was overblown. A story oh. that was overblown. Jeez. Uh, well, if, if you if you need a second, I can give you mine. I can start this one. Because it's a very difficult one. Yeah, yeah, go ahead and start. Y2K. 
Yeah, Y2K. Was so Y2K, fun. I remember oh, yeah. months and months leading up to Y2K. Oh, the actual New Year's Eve, everyone thought it was just going to be the end of the world. Mm. And I mean, people were like keeping their pe- their kids in. Do you know where I'm going out on Y2K? Years. Have I told you this? Having sex on a bridge. No. Oh, God, right. I wish. I went to Tijuana. Good for you. No. There's no computers there. No, I went to Tijuana and we bought a horse. <laughs> oh. You bought a horse? Yeah. For a show? Yeah. Well, we, 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 we arranged <laughs> to no, get a horse. Those are, those are donkeys. Those are donkeys. Yeah, no, different thing. Only if you have no My girlfriend and I, and, and my friends Matt and Christian, I think it was those four, and Eric. Anyways, we went to TJ because we were convinced the world was going to end. So we went to a club, Senior Frogs, in uh, Rosarito, and we were in this club and everybody thought the world was going to end at midnight. There were literally people having sex on the ground, in the club. No security stopped them because most security wasn't there. Like, right. they were like, the world's ending. I'm not going to be security at Senior Frogs. No, not when you can be having sex. We, earlier that day, had talked to a guy named Manuel who had horses. Of course you did. He was the guy that gave them for rides. Mm-hmm. He was convinced the world was going to end. So he gave us, the, the, he legally gave us one of the horses. <laughs> because we were like, I didn't think it was going to end, but I was pretty sure it was going to turn into Mad Max. Like shit was going down. Okay. Right? And so I was, I was, yeah, that's the thing. I was like, obviously a horse is a better investment yeah. in the apocalypse than a, than a motorcycle. Right? Certainly, right? eventually you'll run out of gas. The computers control the gas. That's what I'm saying. So it turns out at midnight, nothing happened. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> and and we thankfully had not done anything we regretted immensely. But a lot of people around us had. Oh man! At 12:01, the people started looking around <laughs> and like like. There was one guy yelling about how now he had to get tested. Like it was insane. Well, I just remember. First of all, I thought it was insane that, like, all of a sudden this was a big deal. Like, no one saw this coming before. Yeah. And then it, it wasn't like some of the computers broke, but it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing not, not happened. A damn thing. Yeah. Uh, except for a lot of bad decisions, like yes. James was yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, not. Y2K is, is my overblown story that really uh, I was reminded. Anything of. Fox News <laughs> has reported on, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's something recent from them? I, I was going to say the uh, the storm of the century that happens every couple of months. Yeah. Is that the one that was supposed to happen in, on the East Coast the this week? Well, like, every, every couple of months, it's the new storm of the century. Yeah. You know, and I, I forget what news uh, broadcast was doing this, but one guy was out in the blizzard uh, on the East Coast, and he's like, yeah, you know, I'm out here and the snow's falling, but it's really hard snow. It feels kind of like daggers on your skin. And then <laughs> meanwhile, people that live in this environment every year and go through winter the storm I'm just like whatever this is yeah. winter time like it's cold i want i would has that man actually been stabbed with a dagger hey, <laughs> even a broken clock is right twice a day you know like maybe fox is just hoping if they call every fairly large storm the storm of the century mm-hmm. when they look back they'll be like we call it that well it's not even just like fox like cnn jumps CNN, on board yeah. with that like everybody well, i does. think cnn's tough because they'll just cover something for a day and a half straight yeah. And they keep sending guys out there looking, and you're standing, they're standing in six inches of snow saying it's the worst storm of the decade. And you're like, it's six inches of snow. What are you? Unless you're an ant, I guess, but. Uh, yeah, but those poor ants. Does anybody carry daggers anymore? Is that a thing? Daggers themselves? No. Yeah, some of those Renfair fellows must. Yeah. Well, yeah. But to cut their meat. But fine. Other than the Renfair crowd, most uh, most uh, do not delinquents would probably have a, a knife or a switchblade or something. That's, well, that's not a knife. That's not a knife. That's not a knife. That's a dagger. Joe. I w- it's funny because I was going to say the blizzard that just happened last week. That's a good one. You know, because especially, well, because <laughs> my family lives there too. So, like, in upstate New York. And so, so there's with- always an, uh, this notification 
they they packed up. They went to the grocery store. They got all this stuff. They're still kind of like falling for it. That every time there's this, do mess, they fall for it every year? Just about, yeah. I mean, there's times that the power's going out for like three days and they're freezing, but it, it's funny because those storms aren't as built up as this one, was. right? You know, and then this time it's built up, and then their areas like ah, it's a couple feet of snow, but it's nothing not manageable. And your parents live in the hinterlands, right? Like, they live, <laughs> yeah. They live in upstate New York. They're mountains. Not as far right? upstate as Buffalo. Yeah. Buffalo is always here. But they have alpaca. No, they Sherpas? Are they Sherpas by yeah. trade? No, no Sherpas. No Sherpas by trade. No Sherpas. Hinterlands, though. Hinterlands. If you can call it that as much as you want, Ben. I just did. All right. <laughs> Three times, actually. I'm spent. Can I do the opposite? Can I do a story that's not blown up that should be? Sure. Can I, can I do that? Inflate gate? Go for it. Yeah. Fucking vaccination, man. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's some craziness out there. What the fuck? Yeah. Here's the thing about this, though. I'm just learning. I keep finding all these weird motherfuckers who don't think they should vaccinate their Okay, kids. so you do vaccinate your kids. Are you kidding me? Okay, thank who you. I love my children. Motherfuckers. Some people don't. There are They're so wrong. many. Yeah. CNN actually had a great interview. I think it was CNN. Great interview with this doctor who was like, yes, you should vaccinate your children because duh. Yeah. And then this <laughs> other guy who was like, well, they're the cause for death and da da Autism. I, I listen. I okay, two things. Every time I listen to someone talk about not vaccinating, like any anti-vaxxers I've ever heard talk sound like the kind of people that would talk about not vaccinating. Yeah, exactly. Like the person you're, you're thinking in your head, like what kind of moron? And there's some people pissed at, I don't give a shit. Did you vaccinate your kid, Dwayne? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Before we start saying... Oh, no, no, I did. No, I don't give a shit. If you don't vaccinate your kids, you're fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's no, just a you... fact. Uh, second thing, there's a lot of people online on Twitter and Facebook and stuff who are uh, posting all these articles that, that quote-unquote prove yeah. that vaccinations kill uh, mm-hmm. all the children. What's interesting, though, is those articles are always written by, like, not a doctor. Yeah, <laughs> like it's it's this guy has done the work of googling some things and collecting mm-hmm. data and writing an article. Yes. But Using Google Scholar does not make you a doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what I've noticed is I, a few of these accounts, the ones that are more prominent that are posting it all the time, I like scroll down, and they also the guys that are posting like pro GamerGate. Oh yeah, and like like Fox News is right, and like all this stuff. <laughs> it's all the same. It's it's I don't know. I don't know. I, to me, so like, Adam Baldwin is against vaccination. I probably. probably. He's on the Jenny McCarthy train. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of guys have been on the Jenny McCarthy train. <laughs> uh, I, read a, I read an article like two days ago about a woman whose child was stuck in quarantine because she was in an, uh, at the doctor's office after a child that was in there that wasn't vaccinated had the measles. Mm-hmm. And so the doctors just said, look, we don't know. We won't find out if your child contracted this virus or not for a little while. So just unfortunately you got to keep her in quarantine so that it doesn't spread because her baby was too young to get the vaccination yet right so like this entire family's life was put on hold because some other fucking asshole yeah but i mean measles was pretty much dead yeah it was gone we beat it and you know the people who are not getting vaccinated are right it's rich white people who read google yeah, I mean, Google's better than No, that. no shit, man. I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, Wasn't the demographic some, some is... statistic about Orange County being like 40% of the people are vaccinated. This is kids. where all the rich white people go. Yeah, I don't understand. This it. is where they live, man. LA is for people who, for, for people who make movies and minorities. Mm-hmm. And Orange County is just rich white people. And they live in hills, and they all look down on everybody else, and they all hate each other, but they all buy the same terrible shit. It's just, it's, it's a cesspool for Dummies. Rich, rich, wealthy dummies. There's no there's no measles in the clouds. No! 
Uh, it, it's 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 frustrating. Dwayne, do you yeah. have a story that was either over or under inflated? I don't know. This is going to go sports. You know, ISIS. we're not supposed to be talking about sports. But <laughs> ISIS. Well, sure. We've already ruined ISIS. This definitely. Yeah, already ruined. I will say, for me personally, I'm a big baseball fan, and the whole steroid thing in the '90s. Mm. It was something that happened, but the way they are treating the players who played during that era to me is overblowing it. The guys who oh, disrespect. Yeah, it's yeah. guys like I mean like. So the biggest example is Mark McGuire right. and Mike Piazza, right, who just didn't get into the hall. Mark, Mike Piazza is the greatest offensive catcher of all time. Did he do steroids? Never once tested positive. Most likely he did. You don't go from being drafted in the 61st round to being the best catcher of all time. That doesn't happen. He Back was, knee is a good He was most likely juicing. Yeah. yeah, but he never got caught. There's no evidence that he did it. And he's probably not going to get in the hall because he played in an era. And he had a great mustache. He did have a great stash. He actually had to hold a press conference to say that he was not gay. Yeah. Well, but now, but now that that that's a part of a bigger issue I have. We're, we're now it's not about innocent or guilty. Yeah. For anything. Yeah. Anymore, it doesn't matter. Like you're guiltier before you go to it's, court. It's yeah. Look at Ask Bill Cosby. It's guilty until proven innocent. Like, and I'm not saying the dude's innocent. I'm just saying he's ruined. His like, whole no matter ruined. what, yeah. that's his legacy now, and he hasn't had his day in court. Yeah. And Mike Piazza, I mean, it, he's not going to get in the Hall of Fame yeah. for something that's never been proven. Even if it did happen, you almost have to look at it separately. You can go back to when Babe Ruth and those guys were playing. They were taking greenies and uppers and all sorts of stuff. There was just no testing because it was the 30s and no one gave a damn. I took some before we started recording. I, of course, I saw you. You drink a wine cooler. You drink wine coolers and greenies, man. Yeah. But you don't drink just, wine coolers like this unless you're taking some drugs. <laughs> I guess to me, my problem is people who get on this weird moral high horse saying they shouldn't be in the hall, but those same writers who are saying they shouldn't be in were the ones writing all the stories saying how great they were during right. that time. It's like, now they're like, well, if I still let them in the hall, it makes me right. Yeah. Even though you were stroking them off for 10 years while he's hitting all those home runs, and now that everyone's looking at it badly, you're trying to back up and cover your own ass. That's a fact. Yeah. It's just, Where were those writers when, I mean, it's not like no one was taking steroids. Yeah. Those writers Tony never, Gwynn never took steroids. I was <laughs> not. I'd say Tony Gwynn. Do Gary not, G- do not talk, Jeter. speak ill of Tony Gwynn. Tony Gary Gwynn, Jeter. the only thing yeah. Tony Gwynn took was the second helping of lasagna. <laughs> you, sir, are correct. <laughs> the ice, and you know this. The ice is thin, sir. <laughs> Tony Gwynn was I, a great man. Tony, I, Tony Mann was a, was a baseball hitter. god. He was a great hitter. Not the best athlete in the world. Pillar. Hey, hey. Pillar. He was a great college basketball player. Exactly. Pillar of the San Diego community. That's salt right. of the earth. I will not great, sit here. And either of two helpings of lasagna. Smash. That's all I'm saying. The sometimes girthy man's name. <laughs> he was in better shape than John Crook. I'll say that much. That's a fact. John Crook was a fat man who could hit. He was a Twinkie <laughs> in a Phillies uniform. Exactly. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I actually uh, heard a guy speak who's a... Uh, a pharmaceutical chemist Todd at Chapman and he was arguing for the use of steroids because mm. he said you know like it, if somebody's bad at a sport steroids is not going to make them better yeah. it's just going to enhance their competitive edge just like if somebody's blind and they get eyeglasses it's going to make them see better mm-hmm. should we outlaw glasses from sports because that's not their natural state well somebody who's sprained an arm and has an ace bandage around it is that going to make them a better player absolutely but should it be that sounds no that sounds very much like a pharmaceutical person (laughs) Um, because the fact of the matter is if not everyone's doing it then it is it's too much of a competitive advantage and if if the rules say don't do it then it doesn't matter look at the rule is the rule look at the guys who get tommy john surgery 
Those guys blow out their ligaments, get cadaver ligaments put in, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, the guy who was throwing 89-91 comes back throwing 95 because he's got a fresh ligament that has no damage on it. Is that cheating? Yes. I don't actually have an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I like you that you fed it. I mean, it, it's certainly the, like drug use to enhance your your competitive edge is, should be examined, and mm-hmm. uh, you know. But at the same time, I don't. I don't, I don't know, have man. A huge opinion on this. I actually think all drugs should be legal in sports. <laughs> <laughs> but see, if that was the case, then that'd be fine. That's yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. But that's that's I'm I'm out there with the drug mm-hmm. thing. I think all drugs should be legal, anyways. Because if people want to ruin their lives, I'm like, do it. Overpopulation's a problem. <laughs> Just legalize everything. And There's I'm, too many good I'm sets done. of teeth in this world. That's More meth. Let it go. That's like uh, Eddie Izzard's like, yeah, if you smoke a joint and then run a marathon, well done, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's the comedian? Who t- oh, Robin Williams. He's like, marijuana is a performance-enhancing drug. Are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> He's like, the only way marijuana is a performance-enhancing drug is there's a fucking Snicker bars at the end of the race. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mike, do you have uh, an over underinflated story? Well, I talked about the the weather. Um, you did it, then. Not really. <laughs> uh, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Overinflation. Oh, Joe. Different kind of inflation. Joe, don't whisper your jokes. Be proud of your jokes, whether they're good or bad. Well, don't maybe don't be proud of them. Just don't say them. Just, wow. I, I feel like I, I have it's like a oh, wow. angels and devils. Angel devil I think wow. that's like, I believe in you, Joe. In terms of uh, what what I thought didn't get inflated enough was Congress gambling with the debt ceiling mm. and the consequences of what would happen. Like any smart economist would tell you that you just don't mess with the credit of the United States yeah. because Did anything bad happen because of it? Yeah, our credit rating was downgraded. Which is big. We shut down for like two months. But didn't it go back? No, I don't think so. Is that going back? Oh, I don't think so. Nice nice. Especially because they keep threatening to do it again. That's fine. Really, has your quality of life changed? Mine <laughs> hasn't because I don't have any money. When <laughs> <laughs> you're living paycheck to paycheck, it doesn't matter. That's what I'm saying. Is it really? When you got to step outside uh, that's, yourself that's and look at yeah, it globally. Yeah. All right. Well, for all of the listeners that are still around, thank you. <laughs> uh, and we're sorry. <laughs> Let's move on to the next subject. <laughs> Never apologize, man. Always apologize. Own, own your topic. <laughs> My topic was fantastic, just not for our listeners. And now it's time for Kermit the Frog pooping. Mm. Yeah. Pretty regular. Mm. <clears throat> mm. Well, is that a fly? Mm. Start to panic. Bacon. Bacon. James. You sound so deflated. Oh. <sighs> In a rare twist of fate, I will be doing Idiot Box. From the one successful director who turned his own name into box office poison comes the poorly directed, lazily written, terribly shot, poorly acted, clumsily edited, oddly paced, insulting adaptation of Come a knock on our door. Come a knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Hey. Da, 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 da. That is the intro. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? I don't use the that Oscar. The, the Oscar nominations. <laughs> the Oscar nominations. What they came out. Oh, yeah. That happened. Um, I know Joe wants to talk about them. 
Mm-hmm. But I don't fucking care. Oh, wow. So we're going to do something a little different. Feisty. Why is he looking at me? Because he said I know what you're expecting here, and it's just not going to happen. Uh-huh. What we're going to do is we're going to go through the five main categories. Okay. Best actor, mm-hmm. best supporting actor, actress, supporting actress, film. Director? Or, no, five. Okay. Not, director, not director? No, five. I said five, and then okay. I listed five. Why would you add six? Because he was hoping for six. Are you doing any rocks? No, are you doing any rocks? I'm sorry. Right. Speaking of directing, I'll do it. <laughs> wow. Love of. I feel like we're friendly now. Got <laughs> yeah, yeah. really weird. Yeah. Um, do you, have so much do you want to do six? We can do six. Well, you said to... the big ones, and directing is usually... Directing, directing is bigger than those other five? Directing is bigger than any of the five I said? Supporting actor. Really? I'd say director's bigger than You think director's bigger than supporting actor? Your category, you call it. No, Joe, you tell me. Is director bigger than supporting actor? In what context? General. In general. Yes. That sounds like a guy who can't act. Fucking sounds like a not an actor. Right? I am not so, an actor. I know. That's what I'm saying. Okay, no, look, no, 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 there are two no, 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 no. Everyone, I was, I was everyone, just confused. Yes, obviously, funny. suck a dick. We'll do six. All right. Way to go, Mike. Here we go. Wait and welcome dicks. back to all of you who turned away <laughs> the sports the section. I'm gonna read them. I'm, I'm gonna read them. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to tell me who got skipped, who's not in there that should be. Now, here's the thing. It doesn't have to be legit. I want you to think about the movies you saw this year, and I want you to tell me who you think should be in that category. Okay, can I preface this with the fact that I don't think I've seen less movies in a year. Have you seen any? I've seen... Like, then you could list all the same, man. I'm just... I'm, I'm sure there was an actor, a supporting actor, a director, an actress, and a supporting actress in all of them. Even if I'm they're just, all from the same movie. I'm just yeah. letting everyone know it's probably going to be from Guardians just, of the just Galaxy. Just ruining the fun. <laughs> 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 it's okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Here we go. Actor in a leading role. The nominees are Eddie Redmayne, The Theory of Everything, Steve Carell, Foxcatcher, Bradley Cooper, American Sniper, Benedict Cumberbatch, The Imitation Game, Michael Keaton, Birdman, or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Dwayne, who should be the best actor in a leading role from what you've seen this year? I have seen two movies, and in my two movies, I would say Ben Affleck from Gone Girl was better than anyone in Guardians of the Galaxy. So Whoa. I'd say Ben Affleck. Oh, okay. Nice. Joe? Ray Fiennes in the Grand Budapest Hotel. Wow. Okay. And now, that one sounded like a legit complaint. Yes, it is. Oh, a legit okay. Complaint. All right. All right. That's cool. <laughs> great. Uh, <laughs> great. Great. Nobody can. Chris Evans from. Uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. No, Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. Oh, that's a good one. I did see Snowpiercer. Yeah, so Snowpiercer. Box, but he was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Uh, Chris Pratt in the Lego Movie. Okay, you said it. All right, <laughs> you, said it. you have said something, sir. I, 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 <laughs> you should put that out. Actually, I, I agreed with Ben Affleck and Gone Girl and Ray Fiennes. So Ray Fiennes was good. Um, yeah, I didn't see a whole lot this year either. What was the last one I saw? I forget. I'm going to go Chris Pratt and Guardians of the Galaxy. Wait, was Chef this past year? Yeah, but John Favreau, come on. Yeah, yeah no, sure. Just to change no, it up. No, no. Let's okay. be, don't completely demolish the credibility of my, my little topic here, okay? Okay. Let's, <laughs> oh, that's not the goal? A modicum of respect, please. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I might change my answer. I will not change my answer. <laughs> I have Actor in a supporting role. Ooh. The nominees are Robert Duvall in The Judge, Ethan Hawke in Boyhood, Ed Norton in Birdman or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, Mark Ruffalo in Foxcatcher, and J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. Blaine. Oh, hmm. oh, see, part of me just wants to say Vin Diesel because he had one line in that movie. But 
Yeah, but he delivered it like he a motherfucker. Like you should say When that. he said, we are Groot, tear in my eye. <laughs> um, but no, I will go with, uh, I really was surprised by Dave Bautista. Ooh, yeah. okay. His role as Drax, just, he just way better than I thought he would be. I'm not saying he should win an award, but in the movies I saw, he, he was the most impressive supporting actor I saw. Nice. All right. Joe. I will agree. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm going to go with Robert Redford in The Winter Soldier. <laughs> Okay. He did a fine job, sir. Sure. Sir. He supported that whole thing. He just uh, pushed it right up and uh, put it on his back. Did. Carried it along. Yep. Mike? Okay. Uh, Scarlett Johansson in The Winter Soldier. Actor. 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 There's an actor. Male. Come on. No. Guys. <laughs> you play the game, Mike. God. God. Are we on director yet? What about uh, <laughs> what about John Snow Snowpiercer? Perfect. He was good, uh, but not my choice, Ben. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Thanks I'm thinking. for suggesting something. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. We have not been drinking more than usual tonight, folks. No, I've actually been drinking less. <laughs> we you have been more and less at the same time. Mm-hmm. We have, however, not eaten today. Mm. I'm going to say uh, Neil Patrick Harrison, Gone Girl. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, good one. Okay. All right. I'm going to say uh, William Fitchner in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Because anybody who could not make me laugh at that steaming pile of shit when he's on screen <laughs> <laughs> deserves some kind of recognition. Fair enough. That was your choice. That was it. <laughs> Actress. Actress. In a leading role. Mm-hmm. In a leading role. Can you add Echo when I say him? When I say just that part, can you add Echo? Actress. Actress. In a leading role. I can. Will you? Maybe. <laughs> Get some reverb. How about this? You be my echo from now on. For the next, for the next three categories, Joe, I want you to be my echo. Uh, no. Nope. Echo. Nominees for actress in a leading role. Good timing. Marion Cotillard, Two Days, One Night, Felicity Jones in The Theory of Everything, Julianne Moore for Still Alice, Rosamund Pike in Gone Girl, Reese Witherspoon in Wild. Real quick, before we start, Two Days, One Night, is that about that internet video? No, that's Two Girls, One Cut. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. It's close. It's not, yeah. it's not about the same thing? No, no, no. That no. might be up for a Razzie, but not a Razzie. Okay. okay. I don't know, the cinematography. <laughs> I don't know the shot. This is a good shot. Dwayne? Um, see, I was going to go, I don't know, I was going to say Rosen Pike, because in Gone Girl, she scared the holy shit out of me. Yeah. I remember at the end of that movie, looking at my <laughs> wife, thinking if she was capable of that, and I almost want to sit in the closet with my cat and try to be safe. So, so I mean, literally, that happened. I, I saw it. him sitting there holding it. his yeah. cat with that door locked. I'm like, that would be me. I have yeah. I have Tubbers in my lap with a locked door, just staring, waiting. Sorry, for did you say Tubbers? Tubbers, my cat. Just, uh, just is it is it is it Tub and you call it Tubbers or Tubbers no, is the name? Tubbers is his whole name. Well, he has like six names. But tubbers is the one I usually sure. But I, I would say. <laughs> Don't you dare don't judge me. Don't, do don't judge me, cat boy. Don't you have to judge some other cat. <laughs> the universe has shifted. All right. So who is it? I would say Rosamund Pike. She blew the All right. That's a good one. Apparently there's some validity to it. You're the only one who's gone with anything. <laughs> uh, Scarlett Johansson and Under the Skin. Ooh. Is that le- another legit? That's a legit. Yeah. Okay. What's under the skin? I actually even know. It's the alien one. She's an alien. She's hunting like an humans. alien uh, hunting men and having sex with them to learn about the human race. Good that, for her. That, <laughs> it's like uh, it's, it's like, like the girl species. from the Teen, teen Titans. Starfire. Okay. Starfire. Anyway, no, Starfire does that. Right. That's true. Uh, let's see. Um, this is so regular actors. Reg- lead regular lead actors. Lead. Yeah. No, Scarlett Johansson, uh, Winter Soldier. <laughs> Who's yours, Mike? Uh. Uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> the 
No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, shit, I just had it. It was uh, Anne Hathaway and Interstellar. Oh, that's oh. a good one. Oh, yeah, it did come out. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good one. Damn it. The one said my You've shaken the foundations of mine. What was I might yours? go with you on that one. No, you know what? I'm going with Mike. What was it before? That doesn't matter. I'm going to change the supporting. No. Okay. It's moving know. down. Yep. I'm going with Mike. Well, then why don't we start that's a with legit you on one. supporting? Why don't I direct the categories here? <laughs> here why don't you here, all here. bitches, bitches chill bitches, out? Bitches. <laughs> all right, ready, Joe? Ready to echo? I oh, guess, yeah. Now, actress. Actress, actress, actress. In a supporting role. In a supporting role. Role, role, role. <laughs> <laughs> not 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 my best work. We're done. We're done. Go <laughs> Patricia Arquette in Boyhood, Laura Dern in Wild, Kira Knightley in whatever. Emma Stone, <laughs> Birdman, <laughs> the Unexpected <laughs> Virtue of Ignorance, Meryl Streep again. Just into the woods. Doesn't, Just again, her name doesn't is matter. Dwayne. Dwayne. Oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um. I don't know. I didn't see. I can't think. Of, I was, I was going to say Scarlett Johansson. I thought she was supporting in Wonder Soldier. I think you're all sexist because I think all of you said Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Maybe we just like Scarlett Johansson. I think the only Maybe one you remember in any movie you guys see is Scarlett well, Johansson. Was, to be fair, I pegged her for best actor. So uh, you pegged her for best actor. Someone oh, sexist. Hello. Maybe we should well, peg him. Whatever it takes to win. <laughs> Speaking of lists. Uh, I don't see a lot of movies, so that was the only one I, that I can think of. I don't it's okay. Think she was better than what's her name in yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. So. Yeah, that's a fact. Right. Fact is true. All right, <laughs> 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 <Put> my back. <laughs> uh, Tilda Swinton in Snowpiercer. God damn you! Uh, yeah. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> I had three movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, just that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. You fucker. Unfortunately. I actually have to say this, and I mean it, but Scarlett Johansson and her. Yeah. That was last year. Was yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Still good. <laughs> Still good. Her voice was Jethoka. <laughs> so son of a I was, there I was, was actually a small campaign, by the way, to get her nominated just for her voice. Yeah. That might be. I was going to say uh, the girl from Lost who was in The Hobbit for Best Actress. Evangeline Lilly. Evangeline Lilly. Thank you. But then I was going to knock her supporting, but I'm going to change that. Supporting Actress, Best of the Year, Sofia Vergara in Chef. Because Sofia Vergara was in Chef. <laughs> But she's not Scarlett. So is Scarlett Johansson, by the way. Yeah, I almost said that one, actually. But I'm not sexist. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. Hang on. She was in Chef. And I actually almost said that one because that was the fourth movie. (laughs) Now the nominations for Best Picture. Without an echo. Thanks, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Now the nominations. Fucking come on. American Sniper. Birdman, or The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Dwayne. I'm going to go with Gone Girl. I saw that movie, and I haven't seen a movie that I talked about for days afterwards in a while, and my wife and I talked about that movie for like a week. I still haven't seen it. You're making me feel like I really need to see it. It is... It, oh, it, it makes you reassess it. your relationship with your wife. <laughs> it makes you look at her in a different way. And like you make, it's it was just a, it was a really good movie. It was okay. it was like the premise sounds like it's like a lifetime movie, like it's like it's going to be cheesy. Yeah. But the way it does, the actor's performances in it, especially Ben Affleck. Uh, I heard you Robin see his Wang. Is that true? I don't know. It's wang. it's like a side. It's maybe it's a, a half wang. a second. Yeah. I don't. I, I guess think, I, I guess I, I don't Affleck, care about renting it anymore. You get to see his butt. Would it be? You see his butt though. Okay, man. Given his yeah. current situation, would it be a Badawang? A Badawang. Wow. All right. Well, you're welcome. Good night. You're folks. welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. 
Yeah, I think we should stop. We're not going to get any higher than this right now, folks. And um, all the viewers, hopefully, are back for that one. <laughs> but I'll go with Gone Girl because that's definitely a movie that had me talking for a while. It's a good one. Good choice. Joe. <laughs> now, see, Joe's the best because you know they're real. <laughs> He's seen real movies. Joe, best film of the year was? My uh, Mylan's already on the list, too. But in terms of what was missed. No, it doesn't have to be missed. About, it right? could be agreed with or missed. I didn't know that the whole time. I thought it was just what was, I say. I thought it was what's not there. You can blame Mike for chopping up the directions because he had to jump in. With yeah, the screw me up, Mike. Say what you want. You're welcome. Best picture of the year was Grand Budapest Hotel. Wow, I like the way you say it. Like anything we say now doesn't matter. Like, like we're idiots for thinking something. But that's a fact. Of best what I've seen, movie. which is all the best picture nominees. <laughs> that was the best. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Our I, didn't know, I honestly didn't know that this is what we were doing. You so. jumped to pretentious so fast. <laughs> it's my favorite quality. I didn't mean it to sound <laughs> it gets the film, it's the just the best. Snob just pour it out. You can't help it. Ben, best <laughs> picture of the three you've seen? Well, it's fresh in my mind because I just saw it. Uh, Chef, I saw it last night. Okay. Like I, I got to put, um, and unfortunately I thought of this after best actor category went away, but Locke starring mm. Tom Oh, Hardy. yeah. Good well, he's in a car. He's two it's hours. just him in a car. He's yeah. the only actor on screen. You could see that's the best thing you saw. It was really, really good. Maybe he likes Tom Hardy. Just look. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't say the drop. Drop was really good too. Did you see Peaky Blinders? Man, oh, it's on my, it's on my list. Second season. We're finishing off a uh, newsroom first. Guardians of the Galaxy, guys. Guardians of the Galaxy is best from there. That's not a question. That's, that's what it is. It should have been on that list. Depends on your definition of best. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't, it doesn't depend on your best. Here's the thing: a movie. About a tree and a raccoon and aliens, it legitimately became a good film. Like this isn't just like a great comic movie. This was the beginning. This had the beginnings of a saga. This was the closest I've ever come to feeling Star Wars in a theater in my life. And I've talked to a lot of people who feel the same way. Just fantastic film. If I had to go round two, it'd be Snowpiercer. I think Snowpiercer was was some of the best sci-fi I've seen in a very. It was a lot of good sci-fi. Edge of Tomorrow. Snowpiercer, Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, there was just a lot of really good sci-fi this year. Yeah. So if you're a sci-fi fan, there's a lot of best ofs. Some of this other stuff on here, like, come on. Come on. Fox catching. One thing I will say That's about uh, Guardians no, but it was yeah, a, as, as a best film nominee is that uh, a lot of those movies that did get nominated are probably really, really good for the audiences that would enjoy those films. Guardians of the Galaxy was really, really good for a lot of different audiences. Right. I actually, I honestly, knowing what I know about the Oscars and stuff and what I study with movies, I thought Guardians would get a Best Picture nomination this year. Yeah. Or at least a screenplay, because it's up for a Writer's Guild Award. Right. Mm. It definitely should have gotten screenplay. I really thought it was going to, because all this talk after The Dark Knight. Why? Yeah, why do you think you should get screenplay? Because it was a good script. He reads screenplays. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's a good story. Now, am I supposed to end on that? Real quick. I'm sorry. Real, I have a quick no, question. Go ahead. Jump in. Everyone else is. <laughs> I jacked his thing for him. I have a quick question about the screenplay thing. Would Guardians of the Galaxy be an adapted screenplay or an original screenplay? Because yes. it's adapted. adapted. It would be adapted. Adapted from what? Guardians of the comic. The, the comic book characters. It doesn't have to be from a specific story. Okay, so that's it. Just has to be adapted. That's what I was curious about. I thought there had to be a direct adaption from like, oh, they did an annihilation arc. And they adapted that. So, like, Batman would have been adapted screenplays. So like Batman, Batman would have been movies. adapted. So, okay. any superhero movie that is an adapted screenplay of some kind. Yeah, correct. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Please continue. There's, there's an IP that already existed with those characters. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, all of the... Yeah, never mind. <laughs> now, it was supposed to end there, because that seemed like a pretty great ending, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was good timing. Yeah, okay, but we're not done. No. Because, um... Mike. Mike. 
wants to do the director. Why do we do what's great is I'm gonna edit this out. Why did we do this one? So <laughs> now we're gonna talk about the director. Do you guys know who directed all the films you saw? No. One of them. Yeah, me the fuck either. That's why I wasn't gonna do this, but it's one of the big ones. <laughs> Birdman, they explained Alejandro and Nero to Boyhood, Link Letter, Foxcatcher, Bennett Miller, Grand Budapest, Wes Anderson, Imitation Game, Morton Tildum. Dwayne, tell me what you did. <laughs> um, okay, I'll go with it. Without even seeing the movie, I'm going to give it to the guy from Boyhood because I like the idea of the movie. Link Letter. Link Letter. You do know him. Well, I know, I know, I know, okay, I know the name that you say it now. I've yeah. never seen the movie, but what's the one I've heard about Jason it? Jason Confused. I like high school girls, man. Yeah. All right, older, right, right. they stay the same. Mm-hmm. So just that whole concept, the idea of that movie, to get that done, is, Joe's is getting an accomplishment angry. to me. So I'm going to go with that. Joe, you don't think that? No, I know I know he's going to win, but I don't agree that that, that with the reasoning. What I'm giving? Yeah. Okay. Which is the reason they're going to make, they're going to... They're gonna give me. Is it not? Is it not a testament to him? You're saying it's like a testament to like an executive producer or somebody else? No, no, no. I'm giving best. No, 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 you are. Explain, explain the fucked up tension on your face. No, no, it's just a thing. Stop saying no, no. No, no, no. To be fair, he did not say no, no. He said no, 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 no. Yeah, double what you asked. He. All right. Here's the thing. You obviously feel like he's getting too much credit. Here's the thing. Okay. Boyhood is a good movie. Okay. I've seen it. It's good. It's 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 well done. Mm-hmm. It's pretty well acted. Ethan Hawke is great. Uh-huh, Shark Cat's great. But... but I think that overall, like when you watch the movie, you walk out of it and you say, okay, that was two and a half hours. It was okay. There was no story. It's kind of just a lot of scenes over it's the life. years put together. It's just life. It's a kid's life. And yeah, they shot it over 12 years. But the fact that they shot it over 12 years mm-hmm. and came up with a movie that was pretty good is is not a anybody reason to give that. the guy no oh. i'm not saying that anybody can oh. do that i'm saying that's not a reason to give that guy the oscar for best director oh what is what is a reason what is a reason to give someone an oscar for best director a a solid film all around a good script uh performed well by actors Remember for best director yes you have to have a good script to be the best director you have no. to turn a a script into a really good movie okay 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 link letter took a script that he was a writer on mm-hmm. and turned it into a mediocre movie. He took a script and put some actors in there and got some was it well really directed? good performances. Was it well directed? Great performances. It was. It was. It was do you well directed enough for him to get an Oscar nomination. Do you think you it would be more that. fitting if they if that movie won uh, Best Picture because of like the execution of this like twelve years? But that's thing. what I'm saying is that the the execution of a twelve year shoot is the story behind the movie. It's how the movie was made. It's not the movie <laughs> itself. So Whereas you should be judging it on the movie itself. So he's being rewarded for the idea and the concept, not so much the execution? Correct. Not that the execution is bad, but he's getting bonus Correct. points for the for idea. The, yeah, right. he's getting bonus points for the idea. Well, which which I think is... Should is, he not be getting bonus points? It's how the Academy works. Mm-hmm. It's like when they give an Oscar to an older actor because, oh, it's probably the last time he's going to get nominated. So okay. let's give it to him. Gotcha. You know. Like Meryl Streep could have a really fantastic performance, but she's one for Let's give it to someone else. They could name that's not a reason not to give it to her. You right. know what I mean? Right. That's what I don't agree with, and then that's what I think was going on here. Is like agree, he worked married, twelve married. years on this movie. He put his heart and soul <laughs> in it, sure, but yeah. that's not the reason to say that Boyhood is the best movie yes. of the year. He's the best director of the year. At any point, does the fact that he shot it over twelve years become a part of the enjoyment itself? If you walk in the movie knowing that he did that, then that's what no, you're no, looking. No, 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 no. Just if you sat down mm-hmm. and you watched it from beginning to end, would you know that he filmed? The same person for 12 years. Yes. So then wouldn't you say that the gimmick 
actually is part of the narrative. The gimmick is part of the narrative. Mm-hmm. As a film. There is not a lot of narrative in but there. But my point is that now, now the it's, film itself, the fact that he did something different becomes a part of the film. It's mm-hmm. not just the... It's no longer a part a, a concept versus execution because now they're one. Because nobody else has done that. So it's what you're seeing on film, it's like when a new special effect comes out and you're seeing something you've never seen before. Like Interstellar. Like Interstellar. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful film because you're seeing something in a way that you've never been able to see before. Mm-hmm. He did that, but not using special effects. No one's done that. So your brain is watching a film and it is literally unlike anything you will ever have seen before this point. Mm-hmm. He, is, movie, he has yeah. changed cinema forever because he's the first person to do this. Mm-hmm. That gimmick that we keep talking about, it's literally a part of the narrative because as a film goer, you're seeing something completely new, impossible to have ever been seen before. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure I'm willing to say that the two are separate because as someone watching it, even if you knew before or not, you're going to know by the end. You're going to watch it happen and you're going to recognize something different is happening on screen. And he directed that. So I would argue that the gimmick is a part of the execution mm-hmm. and that if he's nominated for one, he gets nominated for the other. Mm-hmm. But I haven't seen the film. Yeah. So it could be. I mean, as an overall film, I don't think it was the best movie of the year. Right. And I, I know I've said that with Grand Budapest, but I, I think there were better movies. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like if, Guardians of the Galaxy. Sure. If you want to add the gimmick part of it to the directing category, sure. But then you could say, well, you know, Wes Anderson shot his movie in three different aspect ratios to represent three different time periods. He dedicated a lot to the look of his film and the way it was shot. Birdman was shot to look like one singular take, and it looks like one singular take. Yeah, but wouldn't take. that be but more it's of a, a cinematography thing, not so much a... He chose to direct thing? it that way. That's, well, the I, director's I just, saying, we want to shoot it this way. We're starting to get, I guess, there's so many fuzzy gray areas. Yeah, see, yeah, see yeah, yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like there's either a trickle down where everything that happens in the film is the director, mm-hmm. or just the directing is the director. Right. Yeah, so you know what I mean? There's a difference between best film mm-hmm. and best directing. Yeah. Whereas Boyhood, that gimmick was part of the directing. Mm-hmm. It's 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 woven in. It's part of the fi- fabric, like right. Birdman, like Birdman. You know what I mean? Well, no, no, shot. not not the single single take. Is part it of the wasn't trend. a single take. It was meant to look like a single. Sure, take. sure, sure. But that's it that's was executed in a way to look like a single take. Exactly. Okay, that part. Yes, it was executed in a way to look like this, right? Mm-hmm. But but we keep saying that like if you just give it to him because it's been over twelve years, that's not that doesn't mean he was the best director. But I actually think those two things become one because of the content of this film. So who do you think the best director was? In my opinion? Yeah. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah. Oh, white people. <laughs> I, I just like oh, just holding just on to that joke for a long man, time. Man. What I should enjoy. Yes. Oh, I want to see Boyhood now, though. We'll, actually, actually. Talk about it. Yeah, no, we should talk about it. Actually, going back, man, I should correct myself. The Ava DuVernay, who directed Selma. Oh, okay. Uh, turned a story that, that nobody thought could be done into a executed piece that was an intriguing story, a dramatic story, and... You know, made a movie about Martin Luther King that wasn't about just Martin Luther King. Right. You know yeah. that they couldn't uh, use his speeches. They could not use his actual speeches. They had to, to write because right. the rights were sold off to Steven. Steven Spielberg, Spielberg owns the, he owns the, the, rights the film the rights to Martin Luther King's speeches. That's a thing you can do. Yeah. His family like owns the Genius. rights to the speeches overall. And Spielberg Genius. owns the film rights. So in order for her to use them, she would have had to collaborate with Spielberg, and Spielberg. she didn't want to do that. Is Spielberg making a Martin Luther King movie? Just no. Him for well, no, I'm the sure that the like rights. when the uh, Martin Luther King family estate like um, put those rights up for people to make films off of them, Steven Spielberg said, yes, at some point I'm going to make a Martin Luther King movie. I haven't and then seen someone it. came up with a Selma, the Selma story and wanted to make this film, and they said, actually, you can't do that. That seems weird that you can own a speech. I haven't like, seen the movie. Is that public domain of some kind? 
I haven't yeah. seen the movie. Does it just always cut to him just finishing talking? They changed no, no, the language. Yeah, they change. They show him enough. like giving okay. a speech at a funeral or the speech at the end, and it the the actor David Oyelowo sounds like Martin Luther King, and his words and the cadence you you would think you're watching a Martin Luther King speech, mm-hmm. but they're just they changed David the DuVernay, who the director rewrote the script to huh. be these okay. new speeches. Yeah, crazy. All right, yeah. James Gunn. Guardians of the Galaxy. It's <laughs> a fine choice. Well done, sir. Oh, that's what you do. Well, I had a lot of time to think about it. <laughs> it is a good choice. I, again, I think Guardians should have been up there. I, I think for Guardians, whether it was best picture or best director, yeah. either way, it surprised me at how good it was. Right. Like, I was surprised at it. I Like, I don't know if it was the best movie of the year, but I know that it was the most surprisingly... Like, I was like, wow. That was, like, that was really, awesome. that was really, really good. But I think, I think, you know, when we talk about expectations, when you expect a five and you get a ten, you're like, wow, mm-hmm. yeah. If you expect a ten and you get a nine, you're like, eh. What's interesting yeah. is I have a lot of, of friends in, in, in L.A. that, that are, make independent movies and yeah. they hate Marvel. And they hate, like, blockbuster tentpoles or whatever. Because they hate fun? But when these people are like, <laughs> oh, my kid wanted to watch Guardians of the Galaxy, I watched it. It was pretty good. Like, that to me says, that's a good movie. Your <laughs> friends suck. No, not, I, do they listen they have to different this, tastes. Do they listen to this podcast? It's like the people who watch Do any of them listen to this podcast? It, it, no. Okay. If you do, you suck. Not if you listen to our podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no. not the if reason. If you listen you to suck. our podcast, you're just friend your in LA and you hate Marvel. Do they have beards and wear golf hats? No. Like Ben right now? God, no. <laughs> I'm not friends with those kinds of people. I guarantee your friends wear jeans that have holes in the knees <laughs> and they only listen to bands that, that no is, one else has heard of. Was it lumber sexual? Oh God! <laughs> These are you older family metro guys. lumber hipsters. <laughs> metro lumber hipsters. Oh God, Mike! I do not like your friends. Uh, I gotta mm. say, Fincher for Gone Girl. Good one, mm-hmm. gems. Uh, I'm actually gonna go with Chef for best directed. Okay. I thought Favreau. Uh, he, he surprised the hell out of me. That was the biggest surprise for me. Like you were talking about with Guardians, because mm-hmm. you know I've been talking about Guardians for years. Right. They announced that I was like, that's the one. Favreau, however. I mean, that guy could have done, like, anything. Like, he yeah, has... He's coming off of Iron Man. He has the credit in right. Hollywood at this point to do be able to do whatever he wants. And yeah. he made this little film that was, like, perfectly executed the whole way yeah. through. And it was it was kind of a throwback to uh, not so much Swingers, but Made. Okay. Because he didn't direct Swingers. No. No, no, no. Doug but he Lyman. did Made. Lyman did. He, he, he did Made, made. right? Yeah, 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 he did Made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't have to. You know what I mean? And it looks like he did a lot of things on a budget and he didn't spend millions and millions of dollars and it just uh, by the end of it it's one of those movies you watch and every scene you're waiting you're, you're enjoying the moment you're not waiting for the next scene yeah right. and movies like that are, are rare like yeah. usually even like superhero movies or action films sometimes you're just waiting for the next action sequence sometimes you're you're allowing whatever's happening on in that moment to rationalize why you're going to see what you're going to see in like five minutes or you're recovering from a previous yeah, scene yeah, right? yeah. but Chef I've lived in each moment that happened like every scene, I was involved and I was engaged. You just gonna try to derail me all night? No, not all night. <laughs> not like this. And uh, and I, I just thought that was really refreshing and well done. <laughs> not like these. Not like these. No, no it's it, actually, it really that's a was. great observation. Yeah. So, it's, yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. Um, that's that's a fine is choice. That's a great bleeding. choice. Last year, 2014 was a great year for movies overall. Sci-fi there movies, good little movies, movies big movies. It was great for all, all entertainment. Like TV was fantastic. Oh, Video TV games were awesome. Yeah. Netflix blowing up. Yeah. Amazon Prime blowing up. We we have yeah. an embarrassment of media riches. It truly is a golden and age. not enough time. Yeah. And comics. Oof. Yeah. We should talk about comics. You know what? 
Let's. When we return. <laughs> And now, it's time for Joe Slaps a Thespian. If music be the food of love, play on. Give me excess of it that surfeiting the appetite may sicken and so die. <laughs> All right, we're back. Let's fucking finish. <laughs> um, the joy is gone. <laughs> Why don't you have another wine cooler? By the way, guys, in guys. case anyone's wondering, first appearance of Quicksilver in the Scarlet Witch, X Men number four. Yep. Not, really? Not the Avengers. What? Ben, Moving did you know on. That? Hey, since we're talking about Marvel, Joe. Yeah, you're up. I know. What are you doing? <laughs> in a strange turn of events, <laughs> I'll be covering the funny book. <laughs> <laughs> Two beers, folks. What do they call you? The, the, the funny man. Funny man. I'm having a shitty day. Tell me a funny joke. Let me understand this, because I don't you know. Maybe it's me. I'm a little fucked up, maybe. But I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. Now, what we want to cover, thanks, Mike, is the, um, the recent announcement, right, mm -hmm. from the Marvel. The, the Marvel? <laughs> the Marvel, the, the publishing Marvel. company, about um, their upcoming event for 2015, which is build-up of Secret Wars and Battleworld. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So, it's going to be an interesting topic to talk about, because I want to be educated on what this is. And Dwayne loves DC. And Dwayne <laughs> loves DC. So, as, as a person who is kind of new to the Marvel and DC comic universes... I'm hoping that you guys can educate me. Wait, so your topic is tell me what my topic is? <laughs> no, I know my topic. Here's what I look, here's what I know about this, okay? You tell us. This is what I know is that Secret Wars and and Battleworld mm -hmm. were was a, a series of books in the 80s. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Originally. Yes. Where what was it? The Beyonder? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Created this this Thank you. The Pat Dwayne. Doing great. Uh, created this planet of, of multiple planets, kind of put them together, and took all the heroes and villains. Multiple Earths. Of the Marvel Infinite Universe. Marvel. In the original, it was just multiple planets. Infinite Earths? Were there maybe 52 of them? Anyway. <laughs> oh, Christ, you people. So he, he, he put together this hodgepodge planet and took all the, like, the heroes and villains of the Marvel Universe, sent them there, and said, fight each other. And if you win, I'll grant you a wish. Mm -hmm. It later turned out that he was just a cosmic cube in a leisure suit. Didn't know that. Yep. Cosmic cube in a leisure suit. Oh, yeah. I remember you mentioning that. That was episode blah, blah, blah. Mike filled that in. Um, anyway. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Going to let you sink on that one. <laughs> oh, thanks. So, so that was the, the original one in the 80s, and, and, and that kind of unfolded into whatever it became. So... Recently, there's been sort of uh, a resurgence of this Secret Wars uh, universe mm -hmm. uh, and, and plotline in the Marvel world. Mm -hmm. And they, they recently released this map of Battleworld online on their Marvel website of different areas yeah. inhabited and run and, and kind of um, signified by different people like Spider-Man, Spider-Island, mm -hmm. I think it was, and Planet Hulk and Hulk world or whatever and it was announced that john hickman jonathan hickman yes is gonna john write friends john who's friends that's me uh is gonna write the uh the battle world series next year the secret war series the se sorry the secret war series next year in 2015 it'll be about five months in length 
mm-hmm. and it'll take the Marvel Universe and the Ultimate Marvel Universe and throw all those characters and all those iterations of those characters onto the battle world mm-hmm. and and kind of have these let's see these two characters together you've never seen before mm-hmm. and what's questionable to my understanding is what happens after that mm-hmm. is this for Marvel a reboot of their universe like much like the new 52 mm-hmm. or the upcoming apparently convergence for DC which we won't get into not today not today not like this nothing <laughs> <laughs> so so is this so I guess there's twofold questions one is is my explanation of the Secret Wars battle world clear enough or detailed enough which I don't think it is or but anywhere if it's close. not is it anywhere close and B it, do you think this is a Marvel reboot of sorts and and actually B part two or question C. two part two or C C C <laughs> are they doing this to tie their comics m- uh, more into their movie universe okay great so those are what I'm posing there. so That's basically your your topic is can we explain your topic <laughs> My topic is to open the discussion to talk about this topic of Battle World. All right, so, thank you. First of all, I didn't realize Dwayne was a, a DC person. <laughs> no, I, I, the Green I, Lantern I, ring he always wears didn't tip you off there? Um, well, I mean, like, I have a Flash sweatshirt. Yeah. But I'm wearing an Iron Man shirt today. Yeah. <laughs> You're just monochromatic. You can't like both. Exactly. One or the Two, other. like, red and yellow. Pick a side. Um, oh. I'm, I am more of a Marvel homer. Okay. So, Homer? <laughs> I grew up with Marvel, where it sounds like Dwayne grew up with DC. Yeah, a little bit more. So, Joe, you were pretty close. You had the description of the original Secret Wars down pretty well. Uh, This new Secret Wars, though, comes more from not a Cosmic Cube in a leisure suit, but from these uh, convergences that have been happening throughout Hickman's run in New Avengers. Mm -hmm. New Avengers? Yes, the Axis. Avengers and New Avengers. No, not the Axis, though. Okay. Uh, in, in Avengers World and New Avengers is where he's doing this whole convergence of the different worlds thing. So this okay. kind of riffs off of the Age of Ultron that Bendis wrote a while ago, uh, where space and time have been hurting for a while now. And so the, the divergent Earths from different realities in these books have been colliding into each other. And the secret event, or the New Avengers have been trying to stop these Earths from colliding because when they collide, everyone dies. So they go and they have to actually kill other Earths, otherwise Mm. they're going to die. So as as far as I'm aware, Secret Wars is these Earths that are left over crunching into each other. Mm -hmm. Mm. And now we get this new united, all the variant universes, not just Marvel proper and Ultimates, but uh, all of them. Old Man Logan. Marvel, Marvel Zombies, I think. is yeah, Marvel actually. Zombies. I wouldn't be surprised if we see 2099 in there. It is. My, Miles. Um, Miles is Miles. Ultimate, Ultimate Universe. Ultimate, yeah. Ultimate. Yeah, Neil Gaiman's... Uh, the 1602. 1602. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. There's a lot of different alternate realities, and unlike... Whereas DC tried to uh, clean up their continuity in 86 when mm-hmm. they did Crisis on Infinite Earths, and it was basically a smashing together of all the universes into one universe. Yeah. This one seems like they're taking the the best parts of all of them and putting them together as a mm. uh, and saying this is all different universes that are now coming together. When the DC people did it in '86, it was like everyone just sort of wiped away, and what was left, even though it was in essence the best parts of all these universes, was meant to be like, oh, it's always been this way, yeah. right? To the people living there, mm-hmm. yeah, right. not not to the reader, except if you were the psycho pirate because you remember, yeah, the, the psycho pirate. Yes, and the, the ghost of Harbinger. Mm-hmm. 
So, <laughs> you guys got real deep into nerd just now. <laughs> like, you tapped some nerd ore that I have not smelt before. Well, Sucker Power was him. That's why he went crazy, because he was the only one that could remember the old. Don't explain it. I don't but. care. <laughs> <laughs> don't well, tell the only, me. The only thing I was going to add right there to what Ben was saying was um, I could be misremembering, but wasn't the original Secret Wars when Nick Fury brainwashed like a bunch of the street level characters to go invade like Latveria or something? That was Bendis' Secret Wars. Wars about okay. ten years ago, yeah, um, and that was that was a great book, but I think it was just trading on the name Secret Wars. Yeah, okay. no, the way the way okay. DC trades on the name Crisis, mm-hmm. Marvel for a long time traded on the name Secret, you know, Secret, secret something War something, something. Yeah. Right. Um, Invasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Secret Invasion, Secret War was just that the one you're talking about with Bendis and mm-hmm. uh, Gabriel Delato, Delato um, which was a great story, but had nothing to do with Secret War. Six, six, yep. Did you get Tourette's over there? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> um, secret Six. Yeah, Secret Six. Yeah, that's a great Marvel book. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> I would say what they're doing with the, the I don't not. I would like to say they're going to cherry because they're going to have like the the future and perfect world I believe is in there. Earth X is part of it, which is all their great alternate timelines and things are all being thrown together so they can almost cherry pick their best stuff. But I'm going to answer question B two or we call it C is that they are really trying to realign this with their movies, is what I'm thinking, because they're canceling the Fantastic Four book. I would not be surprised if the Fantastic Four somehow disappear or sacrifice themselves during this event because they don't want to make comic books for a movie they don't have control over. X-Men have slowly been dwindled down. They're having less and less both. Can I just Can I just take a side step off of what you said? With the Fantastic Four thing, I hear this all the time about Fantastic Four got canceled because they don't have the film rights. I don't agree with that idea because any movie that comes out, they're going to make money on the books. Like, why would you cancel a book because they going, make more money on the film. They're the same big picture. People are petty. Petty? I think it's I think it's a big picture thing. That makes sense to me. Mm. You cancel the books because they still got a lot of other books. And they still got a lot of other movies. Plus, they can use the books to the efforts of their top creators to supplement the rights they do have. I think I think Fantastic Four has not been relevant for a long time. Mm. Uh, the book. The book alone mm-hmm. has not been relevant for a long time. The closest it's come to relevancy was when Hickman was writing it, and it was the Future Foundation. It wasn't even the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah that was good. Yeah, the Future Foundation. But what made Fantastic Four great back in the like when it was in its heyday was the '60s with uh, Stanley and Kirby. Then also <laughs> when when John when John Byrne had it in the '80s, and yeah. it was just wild everything goes like off the wall and that's why it's actually not a great film property because you just unless you gave it to someone like i don't even know I don't, monkeys. yeah terry gilliam actually terry gilliam, terry gilliam yeah. would be a great director because it would just have to be wacky and zany and like far out space fun and it's not that it's like that's not a movie a ton of people want to see right now so mm. it, it doesn't have the relevancy i think that's a bigger reason to cancel the book no one reads it. <laughs> but I think Marvel, especially after being purchased by DC, Disney, Disney thank you again. It does um, have a D. Yeah, it was close. That they're looking more and more at their comic books as IP farms. And if they don't, if they don't control the IP in any other form, they're not going to waste resources. Like James was saying, they're not going to put quality people on the book to develop ideas, IPs for Fox. 
but there's a difference between their basket. There's a difference between taking your high profile people off a book mm. and just canceling the book. Yeah. Like Fantastic Four, you could just keep publishing yeah, with a lesson. To what Dwayne's saying, they're they're not spending any time on it. And and here's mm. here's an example. Uh, Ultimate Spider Man, Hulk and the Agents of Smash, all these animated shows that they use to get my kids and yeah. your kids and all of the kids into the comic book shop mm. or into the movie theaters or whatever. Guess what characters aren't making appearances? Yeah, the X Men and, and the Fantastic Four. But even the one you just named yeah. is Spider Man. Right, right, right. But Spider Man's Spider Man's a little different because it's still thing. a hot selling book. Yeah, like you said. But so are the X Men. Not as much. Not unless they're crossing over with the Avengers. The X Men, the X Men with Brian Woods writing is in the top ten. I would but, say I would think that. But Marvel... who's wait, 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 but who's in that X Men now? Storm, right? Uh, I don't know the rest. Yeah, Colossus. nobody here knows. Storm, yeah. Storm <laughs> Colossus, Nightcrawler, Kitty Pride. Yeah, right. No, she's in the other one. She actually just left to go join Cyclops' team. Oh, but you're yeah, there. But um, I think Marvel Studios is cozier with Sony than Fox. Well, yeah, with the with the would you hear with them moving with Spider Man? But I, I think Spider Man is so be. much like their Mickey Mouse. When people think of Marvel, it's Spider Man. They're never not going to do anything with Spider Man because they're that's they they're just associated with it forever. Yeah, Spider Man Spider Man has always been independently successful, and yes. Spider Man does have a longer history of yeah. that. Like mm-hmm. Spider Man had the cartoon, mm-hmm. is the weird Asian show. But even the Spider Man so show, the, is there one right now? Spider Man cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. What what is it? Um, I think it's the Ultimate Spider Man. Is that still running? I believe so. They just because they just had the the synergy thing with the Web Warriors with the Spider Verse thing. Where oh, they okay, had okay, okay. The Noir Spider Man. Yeah, I'll show up. The Spider Spider Verse. What was yeah. question B one? Is is this a reboot of the Marvel, of the Marvel universe? I would say no. My guess is going to be no because a reboot would mean everything starting over. This seems to be more like a. Resetting of your chairs. It's the like a shuffling and kind of eliminating the the tangential. It's a cleanup version. Yeah, they're trimming away the fat, as it were, and trying to streamline to whatever they think is the most profitable, best ideas. Yeah, that's what they're They're taking all their greatest ideas we've ever had, throwing them all out, and we're going to try to pick the best ones, and that's what we're going to move forward with. And the lesser ideas going to be pushed to the side. Like I think eventually there will just be the 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 one Earth. Like they'll all get back to the one Earth, but there will be people that come with them, like Old Man Logan. Or okay, and that would be awesome. I actually have a question. Which character from one of the alternate U's do you want to see become normalized? What character do you want to see come back? Like, for me, I would love Old Man Logan okay. yeah. to be the new Logan. Because, I mean, he is dead, so... That's what I mean. They kill, But I have a feeling they knew they were going to do this when they killed him. Yeah. Because they're going to get... Well, that's the thing. They can they're like, that. sure, we can kill Wolverine. <laughs> we're going to have, like, 50,000 to choose yeah. from. <laughs> well, you know for certain that Miles Morales is coming over. That'd you be know, awesome. You know for certain Spider-Gwen's coming over. She's way too popular. They're not she gonna, is super popular. They're not going to... But who do you want? I'm yeah. saying from all these variant dimensions and alternate universes that you've seen, uh, like you mentioned Neil Gaiman, 2099, The Earth X, what is the character? Only one character from one of those books that you kind of wanted to read more about. Ash. Ash, oh my God. Showed up in Marvel Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that actually belongs to... I think That's that belongs good. to Dynamite. Okay, it yeah, does yeah, belong yeah. to Dynamite. Right. I totally thought you meant the Joe Posada comic, Ash. No. With the firefighter, yeah. The firefighter superhero from the 90s. I like that these two were like, yeah, because there's a legitimate thing. Very deep in the geek faults. I'm just saying, he existed. Hey, Acclaimed Comics was a wonderful time. I like... I like... I like Old Man Logan... Uh, if that one's too on the nose, uh, Earth X, the yeah. kid, mm. the kid that brainwashes everybody, the oh, skull, the red, the red skull, 
Yeah. Yeah, but well, not the, skull. the Red Skull. He was the just skull. the Skull. The skull. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I think it'd be really interesting to see him. You could do some fun stuff with that. I think that could be really, really fun. Yeah. So the well, skull. Didn't you kind of just do that with the Red Skull with Xavier's brain? That kind of sort of thing? sort of like that. Well. The Skull or the Daredevil Ghost Rider guy, whoever that ended up being. I couldn't tell in the text. Mm. It was the Daredevil, but it was Ghost Rider. But I don't know which it was. So, yeah, I don't you know, know I don't know how the rights work out on this because it is technically X-Men. Yeah. But X-Men 2099 was a fun book when it happened. Do you say so? Ooh, Doom 2099. I, I've read situation. it since, and I'm disagreeing with both of you, but go ahead. X-Men 2099? Yeah. All right. Uh, I like Punisher 2099. Punisher 2099 was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, well, the best the best one was Spider Man 2099. Yeah, and that's and, no but, that, but he's, he's already come over. No he's already in the season right. six. Um, but X Men 2099, if that's not technically an X property, like if that's a 2099 property, you could have an X Men that is under Marvel control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, that, well, I mean, yeah, they're a whole different set. Well, that's kind of we'll take, go, kind of go off more to movies. That's what the, there's a lot of rumors saying. That's why they're doing this to bring Miles Morales over to the proper universe. Now we have a Spider-Man. That's have, not your who, Spider-Man. Who's not their Spider-Man? Who also happens to be a minority, which they need more diversity because the Avengers are all white guys. So you're all you know. You have a young Latino, half black kid. You can star in a movie. Why did you say Latino first? Is it because you're Puerto Rican? Yes. Because okay. he's more Latino than I was, black. I just, I was just, I was just curious. <laughs> I, I, think, I think you're a little racist, but I was just, I was just curious that you would. Say that. Speaking of that, you could always go if you're going to reboot oh, Ghost Rider. Now that they so have Ghost Rider again. Who's your you could character? Go with answer Ghost my Rider. fucking question. I did answer. Twenty ninety nine. X Men. All of them. Pick one character. They're basically one character. <laughs> uh, Logan is Apocalypse. Ooh, oh, from AOA. Wow, yeah. good one. Logan has Apocalypse? Yeah. In uh, Uncanny X-Force, you see that he has taken over he takes the, the Apocalypse. Rock. The Apocalypse scene, he becomes... Apocalypse. Yeah, Apocalypse. In the Age of Apocalypse. Of yeah. Uh-huh. That would be believe. 616, though, right? No, that's Age of Apocalypse. That's Age of Apocalypse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's the future of where those books stopped. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Thanks. Joe, you got one? Well, I'm trying to think of uh, one from the Marvel 1602. Those are good. Yeah, really Captain America, bro. The Bring Hulk? the Native American over. Yeah, that's present day. Like you have a lot to play with. That would be awesome, even more so than the regular character. Fantastic Four, the way they were done. Yeah, it was probably that was a great way to do Fantastic. Yeah, bringing one of those and it's it's now and it's you have a lot of of room to play with. However, all those like the Fantastic Four, I don't see that working the way the Fantastic Four. Those were those were echoes. Those were pretty close. Those were echoes of the existing. Yeah, that was the fun of the book. There was a Doctor Strange in that. Yes, from what I recall. Yes, and a Doctor Strange, like a yes. Sorcerer from that time. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. That's a good. I one. actually really like the Nick Fury from that, from sixteen oh two. I can go back and read that. Book. Yeah, it was good. It's a, it's a good um, one. But they're not getting rid of Black Nick Fury. No, no. <laughs> not while Samuel. Not while Samuel. They're not getting rid of. They're not getting rid of. I was a big fan of the Earth X and the Universe X stuff. So yeah, I mean, we already have an old Steve Rogers, but bringing that Steve Rogers back, right? But I mean, I know he, you know, spoilers for a book that was like 10, 15 years ago when he dies and becomes that angel thing. But before that, when he was just like, hell yeah, man, old, like, he was like old man Logan, Captain America. He was just yeah. down old. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Spider Man's daughter Mayday in that one, she was bonded with the Venom symbiote, mm-hmm. and then she had complete control over. But there's already enough Spider characters that won't do that. I always liked her. Or the Spider Spider Kingpin from uh, Old Man Logan. Mm, do you do that? Mm. You have or, or bitch made servant Ultron from Man <laughs> Logan. Oh, oh, oh. I was so glad you're here, Logan. Let us help you come to my wife. Sorry, honey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the Earth X had a lot of characters. See, that's the part about this that excites me. 
like all of those fringe universes and books I've read that I mm-hmm. really, really enjoy. And I've always been like, like Old Man Logan. I remember reading Old Man Logan. I'm like, man, I really hope they do something like this for every single property. Yeah. Right, I right. want to know what happened to everybody in this universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to do that. But this is kind of the next best thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like like the Captain America you just mentioned, yeah. I, wanted, I want him and Old Man Logan to sit down and talk. Yeah, just this. Just to Trade sit down stories, yeah. and talk. I would read a fucking omnibus I just them to sit of them, and like, like coffee and cigarettes. Yeah. Like, I would oh, just man. want them to sit down you thought and you talk. Had a bad and, and what's interesting about that is with Old Man, Old Man Logan as a movie property, mm-hmm. is you can separate that from Wolverine enough that Marvel could own it. Actually, you know it. why I don't think Old Man Logan is going to stay? Because then it allows Hugh Jackman to keep being old. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting older. Yeah. I think if they're you can play it throughout. Their yeah, MCU, fine. I actually think my boy Old Man Logan's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> but but the other thing is, is you, the Miles Morales is, would be awesome, and mm-hmm. especially for the movie universe, it would work. Especially if they had crossover and reboot it. Yeah. I 100% Miles. And the, yeah. the Captain America growing old, like Chris Evans is doing this and then you know Captain America 3 and then the Avengers and he 2 wants to direct. and he wants to go he's out of movies he right. wants to get out mm-hmm. but he's in this contract he has to end so once he's out you can play with Captain America yep. in the movie world at least yeah you know, and match it align it more with the comics which I think is but, I mean it's like, it's like this all sounds great you have all these ideas that you want to have mm-hmm. but I, I can't trying to fathom how it all is going to go together how do you and then they're just saying you know like it's magic don't worry about it how do you explain having old man Logan there? Where did he come from? You say he just survived a dimensional event and now he's No, no, no. Here. They all Are show up saying- on Battleworld. And at the end of Battleworld, there's going to be a bright white light. And it's all just going to be one Earth. And that's... That's- but here's the thing. Hey, hey, hey. That's crisis you're talking about. <laughs> Sam, <what's that? laughs> no, no, no. I really think this is how it's going to end. But I don't think everyone's going to have a mind wipe. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's going to know some shit just went down. And I think you're going to see people like old man Logan going, where the fuck am I? Mm-hmm. And that's issue number one. Right. Of how... The- they exist and oh, yeah. issue number one is old man Logan figuring out where he is and what he does now mm-hmm. does he join the X-Men again what happens when old man Logan sees his X-Team yeah. what emotions does he go through that's yeah. that's old man Logan number one that would be that's awesome the way you issue. end it I think you know you end with with uh, the Native American Steve Rogers yeah. oh, from the what if from the 1602 Oh, from 1602 I was thinking of the and bright white light hands at, at the end of Battle World or Secret Wars or whatever and boom Dude's in fucking America. Exactly mm-hmm. where we were standing on Battleworld, and he's looking around and at automobiles yeah. <laughs> and white people. Seriously. So, but then are you saying we don't have the 616 Steve Rogers anymore and that he's now the oh, 616 Steve Rogers? I, don't, I think all of these characters at the end of Battle will be the 616. Okay, so we're going to. So, so we are resetting. Old Man Logan and the Logan we've known that was a weapon act that we've read so he far. He still existed. Well, I guess he's just that guy. No, no, he still future. died. Yeah. The death of Wolverine still happened. So, okay. So now this guy's here, though. So basically, it's the anti-crisis. They're all coming to like, a different reality. Consolidating, they're just adding. Okay. Yes. What they're cutting away is not different versions of old characters. Mm-hmm. What James is saying is that he thinks they're going to cut away characters that suck. Oh, okay. I think you're going to see Death of Wolverine happened, and okay. I think our universe. I think the six one six is where everyone's going to end up. Yeah, of course. Right, because that's the standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're going to have an old man Logan instead of Wolverine. Shit, you might have two. Okay. Right, and you have uh, an X. Ex- Team reacting to Old Man Logan like he's Wolverine. Assuming the X team stays, what if right. it's the X Men twenty ninety nine? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. you know what I mean. Yeah, well, that, Cyclops just died. Yeah, Cyclops just, just got died. killed. He was like last week, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that could be interesting. Because <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. then you'd have an old man Logan looking yeah, at people that he murdered yeah. with his own hands. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's what I find fascinating is the mm. potential at the end of all this. Yeah. Battle World in and of itself sounds cool, mm. but it sounds gimmicky. 
What excites me is resetting, not rebooting, because they're not wiping my. I don't think they will. I don't think they're going to wipe everything, and it's just going to be oh, Logan's always been old. It's I a, think it's a cheap out. I think it's going to. They have six one six with these new, fresh characters in there with Miles Morales. I think you might get Miles Morales and Peter Parker. Course, I don't think yeah. it's neither or. Well, they were going to bring. That's what I'm saying. I think they'll Parker, add. Right? They'll add more to the properties they yeah. already have. Blood but for. I think your characters like Fantastic Four from the six one six might get it. Well, they're already well, right, on their but way up. That, you, you that would what be what, what you're describing, right. James, is in more for me to me personally as like a kind of an outsider comic book reader getting trying to get into the orbit. Sounds more interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why so Marvel should hire me. <laughs> no, but seriously, like seeing these different <laughs> analogies, how they're going to react. I'll tutor under Hickman for about three years. <laughs> I'll just watch him. I'll just breathe over his shoulder and just watch him work for like three years. And it, I'll be feels, ready. it feels like a, like a greatest hits album. You know, like yeah. it absolutely does, and it should. Yeah, yeah. There's They've a lot got of hits. you guys. Mm-hmm. There's people that like, like like me that have read Earth X. I would love more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Give me more Earth X. I will take yeah. it. I will read it. I will buy yeah. it. Old Man Logan. I'm still waiting, man. Give me Old Man Richards. Where's Where's, where's my boy at? You know what I mean? Like and, what and happened? Now is the time for Marvel to really capitalize this on the is audience they're gaining from the movies. Just put it right into these books. Neil Gaiman, 1602. Yes, I will take more of that. Oh, yeah, I want to see the movie. That was so good. It was awesome. It just oh, seems and be... don't think don't think that Marvel Man. This isn't a great way to get Marvel Man, Miracle Man yes. involved in the universe proper. That's yes. true. That's a big. Yeah. Well, and don't they have a- Angela? Angela? She's already in there. Angela's she's already Thor. in. She's Thor's sister. So yeah, yeah. yeah. They like. Did they she like... take over? Who's 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 uh, Thor now? Who's she Thor? They haven't. Don't revealed. say that. That is That's sexist. She's just Thor. Did you not read the Thor, latest man. issue of God. Thor? No, I didn't read. You need to get on social media. The name of Thor to him. Oh, that's nice. He's now just the Odin son. Okay, good for him. Don't so, but they haven't revealed his off. Uh, we know it's not his mom. That's how they revealed that. Dwayne, who's Thor now? Thor is a blonde woman who wields Mjolnir. But we still don't know who. We do not know him. We know it's not his mom. Yeah, we know. Because it was looked like it was going to be the mom, and then the mom showed up standing next to the Thor. And you're like, okay, so it's not. Wow, him. we still don't know who Thor. They have not revealed it. Way to go, Jason. Aaron. We just know that she's not an Asgardian because her internal thought bubbles are proper are the, the English we speak. But when she speaks out loud with Mjolnir... It's like Captain Marvel. She speaks the vows and the... Does she have a kid? Uh, No, no. We don't know. We've never seen... How do you not know the answer to this mystery? Because it has not come out yet. Crack this nut. (laughs) It's... Listen, (laughs) there's a nut here. Crack it. Listen, it is Lionheart, a.k.a. Captain Britain 2. Dunskis. Wow, that's a good choice. (laughs) That could be interesting. That's a good choice. Holy shit, if it is. You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Dennis. That's someone out of the blue. Yeah, the blonde. You're welcome. She's blonde. She could make sense. That's why she she could be on the moon to pick up the hammer. You're welcome. Yeah. (laughs) I'll give you that one. Yeah. That's a good... I think I think it'll be good. I think that they're going to stay away from a full full tilt reboot like New Fifty Two. Agreed. Just because they have seen, yeah, they have seen what DC did, and if they do wind up doing a full reboot, I think that they'll do it in a different way than DC wound up doing it, so as to try to avoid some of the pitfalls sort of DC would have shown. Well, like what I said, they don't have to renumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They get to introduce new series like Old Man Logan number one, but the X Men is still the X Men. You know they're going to renumber. There's too they much renumber power. all the time they, anyway. There's way too I, much power I, don't, in the I actually one. disagree. I do not think they're going to renumber everything. I, I will wrong, disagree sir. with that. Yeah? Yeah. Gentleman's bet? Marvel, yes. di- Marvel renumbers. Gentleman's bet. Marvel renumbered Daredevil. But here's what I'm saying. Just, just because. Are you guys saying they're going to renumber all of the books after Battle World? No, 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 no. no. Because that's what I'm saying they're not going to do. No. All their books? I would say a majority of them, yes. 
Any How book? can they do some and not like all? 52 of them? <laughs> I think I think some of them will get rebooted. Like if X Men gets Old Man Logan and three X Men twenty ninety nine people, you'll get a rebooted X Men number one. But, 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 but that's different. I'm not talking about new teams. I'm saying if if for example Spider Man. Okay. If the Spider Man in the six one six right now is the Spider Man in the six one six at the end, okay. I do not think it will get renumbered. Now, if it's both Spider Man, and the book is now Spider Men's, Spider Man's, Spider Man's, Spider Man's. Spider-Man's. <laughs> If that happens, you're going to go to number one, but that's a different book. You see what I'm saying? Like I'm saying any books that exist right now, but see, that exist after, do not think it'll be renumbered. Here's what Marvel's going to do. They're going to keep your, your same-numbered Spider-Man, but yeah. then they're also going to launch a brand new Spider-Man number one. With a different verbiage in front of it. I don't mm-hmm. care about that. But you, I mean, like, look, I don't care about them yeah. renumbering any of that stuff. Yeah, but it's like Ben Marvel. said, look at Daredevil. Daredevil... I'm just saying it's not going to go DC. Daredevil no. had their run... No. Same creative team, nothing changed. It was like almost mid story arc, and they went from issue well, like fifteen to one for no reason. Yeah, they're just, just like, ah, we're relaunching. One. Same creative team. It made no sense. They liked the number ones. Right, right, and that's I don't actually mind that. What, what I was saying is, is it's not going to do fifty two. No, no, they're not going to. I don't think they're going to do. Do you know what I mean? And it's not going to be. Oh, Battle World's over. Here are your which was fifty three books, yeah. right. and right. they're all number ones. Like I don't see that right. happening. No, I think they've seen enough fan backlash from well, and they're in the middle of too much success yeah yeah dc was not when new 52 happened didn't have a lot going on yeah. no this feels more like a victory lap yes yes that's an excellent way to put it yeah yeah, yeah. all right joe thank you for, was, for thank you letting guys. us talk to you very enlightening <laughs> i feel like there's tons of universes for me to explore in, in the marvel world so yeah there it is actually this would probably be a fun series for a casual marvel reader like you to enjoy yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm picking it up. I'm into it. This might yeah. be the, one of the first books I pick up. Issue. Monthly? That's I'm not excited. a trade. I'm, I'm excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. So I think it's game time. <sighs> bum, bum, bum. Games. All right. Uh, I, I did clickbait. What happened next will surprise you. Hey, fish. Fish, 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 fish. The boys always go fishing with first timers, and they don't quit till they reel someone in. The topic is that list of celebrities that you've talked to your significant other about where it'd be okay to cheat on them with. Uh, Generally, everyone's made that list at some point. Not me. That's okay. I'm in too much love with my wife. (laughs) Well, why did you laugh like that? What did you say? (laughs) What did you say when she shared her list? I said, okay. <laughs> Actually, I got a funny story about that. I'll tell you about the end of this, where a girl I was dating met the guy on her list, and she turned him down for me. We know that story. <laughs> the audience doesn't. Oh, you're gonna tell it to everybody? You okay. Cunt. <laughs> cunt. 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 <laughs> this, okay. This really might be our best podcast ever. So uh, the first thing I want to do is uh, how how comfortable is everyone getting honest about this? I, well, how honest? Yeah, what, what are you talking about? about? I mean, did you bring a bunch of girls? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, <laughs> Hello, ladies. Uh, well, like, I, I would hate for the podcast to come out and then one of us to have gotten in a horrible fight with a significant other. Because Mike, our significant other is funny. Our significant other still listens to this. Yeah, I'll let her listen to this. Great. Perfect. Um, she probably will. Actually, that doesn't bother me. Let's go. Great. So, <laughs> I want to go around and get your top three celebrities that you would do whether you're in a relationship or not okay are we just gonna say my ladder we want to well, um, ben can you start uh let's well, see. all three at once or just one just, at a time 
Just I need the time. Are you talking? Oh, we're gonna have sex with all three of the women at the same time, or one at a time? Just Dwayne. I'm confused. This is your list. Oh, my list. Okay. Dwayne. Monica Bellucci. <laughs> oh, that's in mine. Yeah. Well. It's okay. Same time. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. That's in his. <laughs> and let's go. Jessica Biel. Solid choice. Play three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shower solid. scene. Great. Joe. Jennifer Aniston. Been on my list since high school. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's the thing. She's been middle-aged since high school. <laughs> she still looks fantastic. She still looks Just like everyone's mom. She looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is on there. I'm glad I got to go first. <laughs> Who would be number three? Let's say Kate Mara. That's a good choice. Okay. It's a fair choice. Dwayne? Okay, I would go... Um, I'd have Jennifer Aniston on my list. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't see a double up on that one. <laughs> I don't picture um, it that way. I don't know her name, but the chick who plays Felicity Smoke on Arrow. Okay. Emily Bett Rickards. There we go. Sorry. I was looking it up right now. Emily Bett? Bett. B E T T. She's got some solid eyebrows. That chick. Rickards. That woman. Yeah. That woman has solid eyebrows. Okay. Salt of the earth. And then uh, Danica McKellar. Who's that from? That's uh, Winnie Cooper. Winnie Cooper. Oh, okay. Nice. Hold on. I'm thinking. Do yours, Mike. Mine, I'm playing the game. Can I actually, can I rescind one and add another? Sure. I would like to rescind Jessica Biel, because I I do, despite, it was the eyebrows actually that brought me back to this. <laughs> I, Jennifer Connelly. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Despite the eyebrows. Mm. <laughs> She'll wax for you. In this In, in this universe? Situation. Yeah, sure. In, in my <laughs> secret wars. <laughs> in my secret wars. <laughs> in my secret wars. In my battle world. <laughs> Gems. Lacey Chabert. No. Reasonable. No, it's not. Exception. I seem to remember a Maxim magazine once upon a time with her covers oh, gracing our coffee table. Oh, Missy Peregrine. Okay. I will not disagree with that. She's good. But I can't. You're wrong, sir. <laughs> Michelle Monaghan. Yeah. Who's nice. Michelle Monaghan? You don't know. She was uh, the. Careful. Don't take him out of the cave too quickly. He'll get blind. <laughs> she was the uh, <laughs> lead actress in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't take him out of the cage too quickly, he'll go for it. So we're going to play like MASH right now? So, okay. God, I hope so. Did you bring them? (laughs) Where's the shooting catcher? Okay. Oh, is this going to be like the superhero fight? Almost. So, Ben, you picked Monica Bellucci, Scarlett Johansson, and Jennifer Conley. That's a fact. Murder, fuck, marry. Oh! All right. And tell us why. Murder, fuck, marry. Well, as much as I love Monica Bellucci... Don't you kill her. She's got to go. Why? The age. You're an idiot. The age? The age. You may know a lot about comics, and I may have known you for a long time. (laughs) You might have been the best man at my wedding, but you, sir, are a fucking idiot. (laughs) She's the oldest of the bunch. Look, I'm being compassionate on a global scale. The older the berry, the sweeter the juice, man. To a point, and then there's no more juice. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, okay, so you killed Monica Bellucci. I did. Uh... I will fuck Scarlett Johansson, and I will marry Jennifer Connelly. Over, really? Over time, the eyebrows will just eventually get waxed. <laughs> You'll you wear them down and convince I'll wear it down. Great. Do while she's sleeping. Joe, you pick Jennifer Aniston, Scarlett Johansson, and Kate Mara. Murder, fuck, Mary. I already tapped one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Joe's sloppy second. Uh, well, just cause for nostalgia's sake and since high school, I'd have to fuck... Uh, Jennifer Aniston. I, oh, I just yeah. do. 
Ben has been there with Scarlett, so she's got to go. <laughs> I just want to make sure I understand. I this. would marry. You would only ha- uh, have sex with Scarlett Johansson if she was a virgin. No, no just couldn't have had sex with me. Not after Ben. It's different. Okay. I would. I would marry Kate Mara. It speaks to my. Pr- it speaks yeah. to my. You'd promise. marry Kate Mara. Yep. The one most likely to leave you. Why? Or die because she's Kate Mara. <laughs> I don't know what that Jennifer means. Jennifer Aniston's old. She's ready to settle down. Scarlett Johansson's hurt because of Ben. She'll put a ring on it real quick. <laughs> Kmart is young, up and coming, and hot. Scar- She's not going to be with you long. Jay. Yeah, she'll be in a bad place yeah, yeah. after Fantastic Four. Well, then you should wait until after that to play this game. <laughs> That's about when this you know, podcast will come out. <laughs> Dwayne, you also picked Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. Emily Bett Rickards, and Danica McCulley. Okay. Joe's so, been there. Murder fucking Mary. Murder... Really, um, I go murder Emily Beck, but Rickards just because she's the newest one on my list, and I don't, you know, I'm not as emotionally attached to her, yeah. All right, like a new puppy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can drown a new puppy, that's yeah. fine. I haven't, gone to, I haven't named her yet, so I they're younger, they're easier to kill, exactly. Yeah, um, I, I would uh, fuck Jennifer Aniston because after Joe, she'll be the real too. man. So, you too. Oh, what is it with you two? She's, she she's needs, ti- she's you know, timeless. earlier you said you didn't want Joe's sloppy seconds, and now you're getting them. I'm, I'm gonna do, hold <laughs> on. Actually, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, continue. Okay, Rewind, I mean, fast forward. I just, I, I'd have to agree with what Joe said. There's this longing that you've wanted her for decades now, and you know, it's possible to go for it. And then I'd have to marry Danica McKellar because she's Winnie Cooper, she's hot. And she has a degree in mathematics, and that's sexy to me. Okay, good. James. Like Winnie Cooper from The Wonder Years? Yeah. yeah. All right, listen up very carefully. Lacey Chabert. No, I know who I picked. Well, I don't disagree. Re- reminding the, the Okay, audience. you remind them. I love her for her body. So Lacey Chabert. Yeah. Missy Peregrine. Yeah. And Michelle Monaghan. All right. Lacey Chabert's got to go. Over the course of a while, the voice. It's not the voice. It's that uh, I haven't seen her lately. You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't buy a house unless you get to walk through it. That's a fact. What if there's some weird? That's a weird analogy right now. What if there's something wrong with their foundation? You don't. You don't window shop real estate. That's right. Uh, so Lacey's got to go. Miss Peregrine, I would make love to because I'm a gentleman. I don't use the F word. What about when you were done? And here's, you hold on, hold on, hold on. And here's why. She was a gymnast. She's gonna fall apart sooner than the rest. <laughs> but by God, she's a gymnast. <laughs> argue with the logic. At least she played one. I don't know if she actually I don't think she was a real one. <laughs> but she, she played one on TV. She, she played one in a movie and it was delightful. Yeah. Monaghan, I'd marry her. She seems real sweet and I'm pretty sure she'd cheat on me but wouldn't care if I cheated on her. So I'd have more lists. You have an open, <laughs> you have an open relationship? We both have lists. And I need to say... you put them on the fridge, wouldn't you? I need to say, you guys were talking about the nostalgia one. I didn't mention my nostalgia one. You're Monica Bellucci who is a nostalgia one for me and, and you two idiots with the friends chick. The um, friends chick. Idiot. Meredith Salinger, Ooh. The Adventures of Ned again. Oh yeah, uh huh. Meredith Salinger great. has been my crush forever, and yeah, yeah, she looks great. Okay, that's that's my crush, Meredith Salinger. Right. She once She's, spoke to me on Twitter, she did uh-huh. and I bragged about it to Josh Henneman because he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I sent him a text right away. I said I, so I, I said I wanted a wolf movie? like Natty Gann, and she said I'm still waiting for my wolf, and I have about. My head almost exploded. <laughs> Which head? Which head are you talking about? Both of them? Shh, be a gentleman. <laughs> be a gentleman. So, honorable mention. The journey of Honorable mention. Honorable mention. It's a naughty gan. It's a Meredith Salinger. A naughty gan. Natty gan. 
Natty. Natty. What is this? Yeah, what is that? It's Nattie an old Nattie Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. Journey John Natty Cusack Dan. and yeah. Meredith Saunders. Okay. She plays a, a girl who gets left behind, tries to find her father, yeah. uh, and ends up making friends with a wolf, and it's set in like the teens, early 20th century. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, trains know, and logging industry and trains. And, like yeah, that. and she, her, she and this wolf that protects her make their way across. It's a great movie. Let's check it out. Is that was the your wolf big hit. Natty Gan? No, she is Natty Gan. Oh, okay. sir, careful. They're nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not questioning it. I what just, was all that? I wanted to know about it. Was that judgy? No, no that, that was, was that was. Look at look at Natty. No, I know. I, She's I know. matured very well. No, I know. <laughs> We're friends on Twitter. <laughs> Neither of us follows the other, but we talk. <laughs> Village of the Damned, Lake Placid. Ooh, classics. Mm-hmm. Anger management. Mm-hmm. The so show, not the movie. that was good. Fence. Yep. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's for real. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's, Joe's whole list is going to be walking right past him. Yeah, his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a you can keep that one, though. <laughs> it was too easy. Good game. Good game. Good game. Much Thanks. abbreviated from the previous game. Yeah, I was actually worried, but now that I only had to talk cruelly about women, I feel better about <laughs> women. As, as, as if they were objects. Now I feel great. Yeah. I feel like you talk about women. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we got to mansplain our way through that one. It <laughs> <laughs> was great. Good job. This is where, if we were sponsored by someone, we would have to point out that our views do not. <laughs> do not, sub, not our views are not those as Gamergate. Yeah. And, uh, uh, cool. Love women, respect them. Great. Love uh, women. Love women. <laughs> so not Monica Bellucci. Monica Bellucci's great. Didn't she's res- fantastic. Didn't respect her. Yeah, I do. You respectfully killed her. I did. Who be- did you two kill? I did. You killed the new one. You killed, killed the old that. one. And you killed Scarlet. You're just dumb. Right? So kill Scarlett Johansson. What do you think, you're Ryan Reynolds? As we wrap up here, <laughs> we're, hey, we got mail. Got a mail oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hi, my name's Ben. I'm done. <laughs> I thought that was a high note to end on. Dwayne, get out. <laughs> All right, then. it's been fun, everybody. You brought your beer, <laughs> such as it was. <laughs> such as it was. <laughs> you brought your creation. All right, let's do the mailbag. <laughs> You've got mail. Mailbag. Bag of mail. Oh, I've got a couple. Okay. So Dwayne, one. you got one, right? I got one. Dwayne got. Let's start with Dwayne then. All right, I'll start mine. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get any. Uh, my... Secret of the ooze. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> hey, yeah. 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 Oh, TMNT. So, my question is from my friend in yours. Jules Hendricks. Hey, Jules. Hi, Jules. Jules! Sorry, we just killed a bunch of women. (laughs) Before your question. (laughs) But her question is, if you were Doctor Who, who would be your companion and why? And she says it's open to anybody fictional or real. Got it. Yeah, go. Go. Snarf. Thundercats. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah, start? That would get really annoying really fast. <laughs> you would end up leaving him That's somewhere. honestly the worst. Like, I can't think of a worse answer. Snarf off. No, that's a terrible Snarf. answer. Why Snarf? Snarf is hilarious. He's adorable. He's cuddly. Annoying. No. No? No. Snarf. Snarf. You don't like that sound after hearing it a hundred times a day? He's going to make you feel very manly. Not me. I'm not going to hang out with that motherfucker. He's not my assistant. <laughs> and who's Snarf. your assistant then? Wait, you have to pick both? You just pick a companion. You pick one companion. Okay. Yeah, start. Yeah, that's really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bad... Snarf? 
Uh, I'm only going to last one. Oh, I know. If you're going to go Thundercats, <laughs> take Chitara. <laughs> you have the option between hanging out with Chitara <laughs> and Snarf. And you think, I'm going to take the cat. Well, if, oh, I'm, if I'm like a Peter Capaldi. <laughs> if I'm like a Peter Capaldi doctor, who, who even knows if that works? Oh, it works. Anyway. Anything you want with Chitara. He's 9,000, he's 900 years old. If it works, I'm sure. He's a timer. Nonsense. <laughs> who would you pick? Um, I don't know. Come back to me. Okay, I got, for me, I was torn between two people in my head. Go. I was either torn between Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. Okay. Obviously, before she gets shot and stuff. She'd be helpful. No, no, be even, she'd be helpful. That's a big TARDIS. Yeah. So I'm, wheelchair fit. I'm sure it's wheelchair yeah. accessible. Yeah. I mean, she's tech savvy, dude. Tech savvy, and, and, she, and she's got Batman skills. That's pretty cool. And then, yeah. um, just to be different, I'd go with MacGyver. Because that, that motherfucker in a situation, you know, if, I would watch if you're Doctor solid screwdriver, can't do anything, you got MacGyver who took the fuck one. out. That, that is good. Awesome that is good. Those are my two choices. Way better than Snarf. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you Not can't. really, but okay. <laughs> Not really. My people have purpose. Your guy's a comedy <laughs> sidekick. My people have purpose. You just said MacGyver has purpose. <laughs> He does. He is, he is useful in a situation. What is Snarf going to do what is when you're freaking surrounded by Joe, what guys? is Snarf going to do? Snarf is just going to make me feel really good about myself. He's a human target. Or a cat Why don't you just pick a fat boy? <laughs> pick the kid from Up. What happens if you take the kid from Up's a boy scout? He can do something. If you take the fat boy, he's going to eat all your food. It's no fault. No, it's the TARDIS, bro. Listen, good. eat your food. <laughs> Who do you choose? <laughs> Who do you choose? Let's move on. <laughs> My choice is above reproach. <laughs> I don't think that word means. It's, it's, it's coming from the cat guy too. Go ahead, Joe. You, you just don't know what Snarf is. That's your problem. Sure, you. I'm are. gonna show you. You're a problem. You're gonna pick Snarf too. Pick? Groot. Oh, oh Groot, you yeah. Okay. Groot is much useful, and he's, you know, a good guy. Good conversation. <laughs> it's it's going to be great conversation. Mike? That's a weird conversation. All the cat kind of... Yeah. Uh, uh, I was kind of thinking of uh, Dalek. What? What? Why would you bring... It's a little too out of the box, man. <laughs> yeah, that's too meta. Snarf is better. Snarf is you picked one worse than Snarf. <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> You're a magician. <laughs> so if you are the doctor, yeah. Doctor. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 Right. 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 Uh, Lacey Chabert. <laughs> Back in time from before I killed her. <laughs> we go on a magical adventure, and then we, I'd eventually kill her. <laughs> Just, just drop I can't believe way. none of you used time for that. <laughs> you could have come back and had your way with Monica, dog. You chose Snarf. Hey, hey, hey. Who's to say what happens from one episode to the next? Yeah. Maybe well, Snarf's, Snarf's out there running Snarf's around. Snarf's there to record. Okay. Snarf's there to record. <laughs> Snarf and his camera. Wow. Yeah. Snarf with a, with a cell phone. Wow. It'd be a Snarf film. What's the next question? What is a Snarf film? Dalek? Oh. Obvious. I don't know. <laughs> I saw the path you chose. I thought you'd go for someone like Arya Stark or something. That would have been a great one if you're a pedophile. Um, what the? Who says you, you gotta hook up with the. <laughs> He's gonna hook up with, with Snarf? Have you ever seen Doctor Who? Yes. Well, that's probably There's why always I a little tension. No, the seventh doctor rolled around with Ace, and she was a pre, she was an underage girl. There was no sexual tension there. Thank God. 
<laughs> Thank God. I'm just saying. It's not like there's, there's precedent where you can have someone with a million dollars. Here's the thing. I know Mike. <laughs> Give it up time. And Joe. And, and all of you. If I put any of you alone with any female, and you can go anywhere in time and space, you're going to go to there when they're 18. <laughs> so that's, that's the first trip you're making. <laughs> Who says that to <laughs> <laughs> Because if you guys spend a lot of time with them, you're going to want them to be of age. Yeah, it's 21. 21. Kind of my point. You got to have a cocktail. Anyway, Mike. <laughs> cocktail. Joe, you got any questions? I didn't get any. Ben, you get any? Nope. Mike, you get I, any? I did not. Good guy. All right. <laughs> People don't like us. Well, they don't like you. Well, I got three. I Daniel Touche. Hey, Dan. discuss, to... discuss the new 12 Monkeys TV show. Daniel Touche, I just want to let you know, you need to call me back. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you've called him by the time this podcast <laughs> airs, call him back. Wow, wow. it's got weird. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, weeks. I'm just putting that out there. What was the question again? Mike has a good turnaround. Discuss the new 12 Monkeys TV show. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it. Consider it discussed. Uh, we would like to see it, but we nice haven't question. seen it, Daniel. Tell us what you think. Ryan Darrow. Call me and tell me what you thought. Like us. He wants, and this is a little different than what we discussed. He wants our thoughts on the Oscar contenders. So the people that were yeah. contenders. Mm-hmm. I don't. I honestly have no thoughts. I didn't see most of those films. That's it. Yeah, I, I, I got, I got very little so out for this conversation. I don't watch the Oscars, so whatever happens, happens. Joe's going to fucking I'll be working on the Oscars. You. you can watch them for me. Are you going to be on camera? Joe? I might be. I'm wearing a tux. Joe wakes up. To hear the announcements, he can't wait and get them with the rest of us plebeians. He has to be awake when they're announced. Sorry, I have more in my life. Don't be sorry. sorry. No, 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 no. I'm with you. I have a lot in my life too, but I enjoy it. Not enough. You like stuff. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> you wake up at four o'clock for the Oscar noms. It's, it's five thirty. Not bad. Well, so what are your thoughts? Don't you get up beforehand so you can have coffee and a croissant while you're watching? No, you should. It's, it's, you should. It would be more pleasant. I could have on the East Coast this year. Yeah. Anyway, I Boss. saw the Grand mm. Budapest Hotel. Is it is it the best movie ever made? No. <gasps> it's good, though. It's fun. It's fine. It's a nice it's movie. It's his best movie. Outside of Rushmore. Ben disagrees. I don't know what that. What do you th- What? I greatly preferred The Royal Tenenbaums. That is a solid movie. That's a fantastic <laughs> film. A he's, cinematic achievement. He's got a fantastic... Uh, yeah. Do you think this is movies? them giving him an award because of all the ones he didn't get? He's been nominated like once. Yeah, that's my point. Is this a nom because of the other stuff? Or is no, this, this really was actually movie? a really good movie. Visually, it, it was very, it was very good visually. I just, it was not, I was not as compelled story wise mm. uh, as I have been some of the other times. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, I don't have the love for him. Some other people do. Selma, that's a great story. And uh, Fox Catcher, mm-hmm. that's a film. <laughs> okay, Mike. What are your thoughts on the contenders? Um, I well, I think uh, like we already said, it was a really, really great year for film, and so you know, like there's some movies that it's like, oh, I wish they were on, they were on that list, but I can't really like point at one and say, you know what, that one doesn't belong. And so whoever wins, like, well done. But it was a great it was a great year for film, and so I, I don't I'm not like disappointed that something's not on there or disappointed that something is. Joe. I have too much to say, so I'll limit it to three things. Okay. I guess. Yeah. One is I don't understand how Bennett Miller is nominated for Best Director, but Foxcatcher is not up for Best Picture. I don't understand that. Is it the same thing? No, it's just because it's weird when you have more nominees for Best Picture than Best Director, 
but there's one in direct that's not in best picture. Like mathematically, it doesn't. It's weird. It's just weird. That like, doesn't usually happen. It doesn't usually happen. Well, what? What if the acting wasn't impressive? Wouldn't it be very simple to explain it that way. I haven't seen this movie. I don't know. But if, but if the acting the, wasn't the acting impressive, acting, would the movie not be very good? Like when that's it, what I'm saying though. But what if it was directed well? But what if something else? What if set design? Was was unimpressive. There's other aspects of it that aren't. The other parts of the film that didn't make it the best film, right? But the directing was. But isn't it the other way around? Like, isn't the director not nominated, but it is the best picture? No, the director's nominated, but it's not for best picture. It seems simple to me. Yeah, no, I I, I understand that. That that rarely happens, is what I'm saying. Okay, I don't understand it, especially a year where American Sniper gets six nominees, but Clint Eastwood isn't up for best director. Not saying that deserves it, but you don't want him on stage. (laughs) Remember that thing with the Republicans where he's talking to a chair. Uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? That was the first thing. Yeah, uh, look, three, th- two more. I got a lot of things. Uh, David Oyelowo for for Selma as Martin Luther King should have been nominated. Should have been nominated. I don't know why he's not there. Mm. And it's tough because best actor is a tough category this year. But I don't know why he's there. Who shouldn't be? Steve Carell. Whoa. Okay. You he was think? good. He was good, but he wasn't great. Okay. And out of Ray Fiennes and David Oyelowo, I think David should go. Should have gotten it because he was he was excellent. Okay. He pioneered the film. Three. Throughout. Three is Whiplash. Okay, it's a fantastic movie. I love it. It's one of the best movies of the year, which is nominated for. It's also up for best adapted screenplay. Yeah. Which doesn't make any sense. Why? Because it's an original screenplay. Well, what are they claiming it's The only from? reason it's adapted is because when after he wrote the movie, in order to get it made, he took a scene out of the movie and made a short film, which won a prize at Sundance. That led to financing for the feature. The Academy is saying that your feature film is based on that short film you made. When in actuality, he just pulled a scene out of his feature. So he made basically like an extended trailer for his movie. Correct. To sell it to somebody. Correct. The Writers Guild. Kind of a movie. Yeah, the Writers Guild wow. says it's an original screenplay. Don't worry about it. The Academy says, no, this is based on a short film you made. And so it's in the adapted screenplay category, which kind hmm. of hurts its chances. That's janky. That's it cool. is janky. It sucks. But good for him for a first feature for getting up for Best Picture and Best Screenplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And J.K. Simmons is going to win an Oscar, so that's great. Can't go wrong with that. Calling that one? Yeah, yeah. You had said you're not going to, you, you don't have. I didn't see any of these films. Neither did I. I didn't have a lot of time or money this year, so when I went, it was usually just stuff I could take my kids to. Um, if I the really movie came out early it. last year and has now been released in subsequent areas of viewing, yeah. that like Grand Budapest Hotel, saw that. Yeah. But that's because it came out. Long ago, right, and then I was able to view it from the home. Yeah, yeah. that's the other thing. Is I, mean, I can rent all these now. I just but I but when rent theaters. Yeah. I, I couldn't. I didn't have time for any of that. Yeah. So I, didn't, like, I have no opinion on any of this stuff. Yeah. What's our next question? Yeah. Last question. Brett Schenker, mm-hmm. uh, Brett. buddy over at Graphic Policy, asks, "What, Hi, are, your, Brett. Hi, Brett. what are your? Th- he's he can't hear you. Oh, oh right damn. Yeah. Yes, oh, never mind. Brett. He can't respond. This oh, is bye, Brett. Thoughts on the whole hashtag comics forward." Um, I like the idea of it. Wait, does everyone know what, know what it is? I don't know what it is. Let's, Dwayne, give, a little, what let's is give a frame of reference. Comic Ford was... Um, I think you and I are the only two that are... Yeah, the boom... What's his name? Richards? Ross Ritchie? Ross Ritchie. Ross Ritchie, there you go. Yeah. Ross Ritchie, the, from Boom, did this statement online about how he wants comics to move forward and be more inclusive of other people, of, of women, of children, of minorities, and that as an industry, we need to move forward. We just can't keep making... Spider-Man, Superman comic books, we have to try to move forward and evolve as an industry to get more people into it. 
So he's all about, you know. In general, he's not general. just talking about a diversity. Aspect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was one tenet so of the about, entire thing. About having books by books made by people of, of people of color, of people of women, and have those characters represented in those books. So to make it more inclusive, because a lot of people like you hear, it's a lot of white guys writing minority characters. White guys are in charge of these companies, and a lot of people don't feel they're represented properly. Because even if you have, it, I mean, but a lot of it was also just not writing superhero books. Yeah, it's strong. I mean, the comics forward thing was was more about. Well, it's like having books like Lumberjanes and things like that. Yeah, like it wasn't. It, it seemed more just in general being open. It wasn't True. less white people writing. It was more of everybody. Yeah, Try right. To, yeah, I think there's a, that's an important distinction yeah. to make. It's not. I just don't like white people writing. So yeah, no, well, that's, that's a personal it, issue. They're terrible. Just, you know, um, but it, but it is. But that that that's what I got. Yeah. So that's what the thing was. So anyways, Dwayne, you and um, I saw it. What are your thoughts? I think it's a great idea if it actually, if it's not just something people are saying. Like, you could say that you want more diversity and things like that, but if you're not going to do the books, if you're not going to hire women and people of, people of color to do these things, it's nice to say it, but it doesn't actually ever happen. You can, companies say, but whenever you see any big hirings, people who do the big events, they're typically white guys in their 40s. I don't know the last time I saw a person who wasn't a white guy being in charge of a Marvel event or a DC event. And like you're saying, maybe they want to do more books out of superheroes. That could be true. I mean, there's a lot of books. I think these are all just parts of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we need to see more of that. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's not like I, you, no one could actually disagree and say, no, we don't need more diversity <laughs> in comics. And I, my comics are only about guys in tights with capes. Yeah, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> but comics have to go out. It's like it's not superhero comics are not the only comics. Comics are a medium, not a genre. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, is what he's trying to say, is that comics is more than that. And we were talking about the superhero movies, how Captain America 2 is more of a spy movie. The Fantastic Four movie that's coming out looks like it's a sci-fi movie with superhero characters in it. And that's kind of what we have to do as an industry is to, you can tell these stories, but just kind of just put them in, a, in a different areas and stuff to reach more people. Because there are people out there who are not us, who not, don't read comics, when they hear comics, they think of 1960s Batman that Biff Bam Pow, just superhero capes, or they think over-the-top violence and just chicks with big boobs and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Where it could be so much more, and it is so much more, because it's not like those books don't exist. You look at Boom, you look at you know Plug Action Lab, there's a bunch of books they have that aren't superheroes that are for kids and for people with different skin colors, different age groups. They're out there. It's just about bringing it into the public eye. And that's what we need to do. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I was noticing is that, like, saying that this needs to happen like it, it kind of is like there's there's certainly some some areas that need improvement but i mean i can go to any comic book store right now and buy a book that's not capes or buy a book that was written by a woman or mm-hmm. buy a book that was written by a minority mm-hmm. and so it's not Error. i mean the the issue <laughs> that uh we run into is that you <laughs> sorry i couldn't help is that um you've got a cover it's not supported yeah, you know, like there's the the marketing is is when if you walk down the street and talk to someone who's never read a comic book about comics, they're gonna think Superman, Batman. Yeah, and so the the awareness of it is more of an issue in my mind than the fact that it's lacking. But I also am not a woman trying to write comics or break into a genre, so there there may actually be very real issues that need to be dealt with. They totally are. Yeah, of course. yeah. I've got I've got two <coughs> two things that come to mind when I hear about this. Uh, the first one is it's a kind of dangerous manifesto to put out there for your company. Uh, not dangerous, that's the wrong word. Uh, 
ballsy. Because now, every time you want to do a superhero book, or you want to hire a non-minority, or you want to hire a man, people are going to be able, you know, people that want to find something wrong with your company mm-hmm. can go back to this and be like, I thought you said we had to hire more minorities. I thought you said, you know, we need to have more, you know, divergent voices in comics. I thought you said we, we didn't want to do as many, uh, you know, superhero books. But if you have a great superhero book and it ne- the story needs to be told, you know, you'd hate for that to be the reason why it got negative publicity is because you went out and said mm-hmm. something bold, which which is is a fair statement of fact. Altruistic. The other thing is, I think while we, we could continue to have more and more voices, I think that comics today uh, are in a better place than they've ever been in terms of diversity. When you look at Bitch Planet. Or, you know, uh, Lumberjanes or... Anything by Gail Simone. Anything by right. Gail Simone. Or the uh, Milestone coming back to life now with yeah, uh, that's true. Reggie Hulden. Hulden? Hulden? I thought it was Hulden. Yeah. yeah, but them, you know, them being able to bring that back and having, having those voices. I think it's better than it's ever been. And while it does continue to need to grow, it's on the right track. True. I guess, like, it's like Mike, what Mike said, it needs... I think it should need to be more light shown on those places. I think it exists more than we think it does. It's just, it's like, that's the good and the bad of the internet. It's so, you can find so much stuff, but it's so big, things get overlooked so often. It's very crowded. Yeah. It is. So. The comics forward idea, to kind of get back to Brett's question, I think it is, is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it belongs to Boom. Mm-hmm. I think they put a hashtag to a concept that's been around for a while. Yeah. And well, I think it's had been. this conversation like, this isn't the first time we're having this. Yeah, this has been on the tip of a lot of tongues. This has been uh, at the end of a lot of thumbs, typing it onto their phones. Mm-hmm. This is not new. This is the first time I've heard Boom make a decree of sorts. Yeah. But, of course, the, the, the you know, if you ask what my opinion is of Comics Forward, it's great. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's a brilliant idea. But it belongs to everybody. That's kind of the catch, though, is I've seen books put out by white people non-white people, men, women, everybody. Children. I've seen, I've seen kids draw comics. I've seen like kids actually do yeah. all the comics. I've seen everything. I've seen good and bad of both. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the good doesn't get the attention it needs, and sometimes the bad stuff gets too much attention, and then it actually ruins it for a lot of people in that niche. Yeah. Right? I think, I think if we all did a little less picketing and a little more purchasing, mm-hmm. and we all... Actually walk mm-hmm. the walk instead of just talking about it on podcasts and yeah. shit about yeah. how we need to change it. Because here's the thing, man. You're all going to go get your fucking stacks of Marvel and DC books. Yeah. So straight up, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't mean to be that guy, but it's a little hypocritical. When you complain about it, when you complain about the state of things and then work to further the same state of things, shut the fuck up. If you really want more diverse people writing and creating books and more diverse books... Put your money where your mouth is and go buy those books. If they don't exist, make them. That's it. Mm. Like, like that, that, that really is it. Uh, I get really frustrated because those books, people are like, we need more. They're out there. Go find them. Arrow Girl is out there. Mm. Is she white? Yes. She's white. But she's a girl. Yes. And you're not white. I am not white. There you go. My, we have, you know what I mean? artist is from Mexico. So yeah. Right? We, see? But we've got, we've got people of color working on a comic where the protagonist is a girl. Mm. That's what and you not want. Sexualized at all. And not no. sexualized at all. But if that's what you want, fuck, go buy it. Just to, And just if you can't find it, look harder. Because I've seen Dwayne out there pushing it. Mm-hmm. And he's not the only one. The thing is, yeah. if, if you really want to find this stuff, instead of tweeting about how it doesn't exist, 
put those words in Google, find it, buy it, and support it because then more of those will happen. Look at Joe. Joe has a book with two young girls yeah. as the protagonist, and his artist is from Indonesia. Indonesia. And here's the thing: if you don't find something you like, buy it or make it. Yeah. You know, what I, mean? I just I'm with you. I, I get the frustration. I agree 100% with the comics forward movement. I am all about it. But I see way more people complaining about things than fixing it. It's yeah. easier to drop a hashtag. It is way easier. I saw people complaining about the hashtag. I saw people bitching about boom. Yeah. For trying to... Dude, what? Like, yeah. really? Just mm-hmm. instead of just breaking things down so fucking often, build stuff up. Go find what... I, I don't get it. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't yeah. get the negativity. So, uh, Brett, to answer your question, I'm all for it. And anybody who wants to spend time bitching about it and doesn't actually buy it, anything to actually support it, doesn't walk the walk, fuck you. Just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. And if you like stories about people that live in the desert, but you don't know where to find it, Insanity, Arizona <laughs> is available on our Tumblr. Uh, you know what's really weird is, is, is sometimes the people in our book look like minorities, and other times they don't. Yes. Okay. I actually had someone ask me that at the, the show. They were like, so are these people of color? And I was like, well, that sounded racist. But Which, by the way, I'm not sure why Cumberbatch got in trouble for saying colored people, but people of color is... Uh, like, the, 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 the of is okay. Um, <laughs> Fine line. Yeah. Like, we found the line. If you were looking for it, it's up. There it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, some guy asked, he's like, so are these people of color? And I was like, some of them. Some pages. <laughs> uh, <laughs> answer that. <laughs> Our colorist worked on every page. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it was the actual design. Like some yeah. artists drew them as more Asian looking. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Anyways, so that's fun. So sometimes you get both. That's good. In a book. Yeah. So Dwayne. <laughs> yes, Benjamin. If people want to get to know you better or learn more about Arrow Girl, where where can they find information? Um, well, you can always talk to me on the Twitter. I'm always there. I'm always open for a good conversation. That's on the Twitter? So you're on the Twitter. I'm What's on the Twitter. It's my name, Dwayne Feenstra. Underscore? D-E-N-S-T-R-A. Yes, D-E-W-A-Y-N-E-F-E-E-N-S-T-R-A. Uh, you go to Facebook, put Adventures of Arrow Girl. If you just put Arrow Girl, you're going to find a page about Aeropostale models. Yeah, it's A-E-R-O. A-E-R-O. So you put the Adventures of Arrow Girl, go to the Facebook page. On there, you can look up Oxer Aeneas. He's on Twitter as well. He's the talented artist. But if you go to the Facebook he's page... He's good social, dude. He's actually a good person yeah. to connect with on this. He's, yeah, he's always willing to talk to you. I'm always willing to talk. So, yeah, go ahead and hit me up on Twitter. Go to the Facebook page. Like it. Send me a message. It's all good, dude. Look for the books. Hey, next month in previews, it's going to oh, be there. Yeah. So, I'm going nice, to nice. have a flyer out there with all the information so you can, people can order it. So, fingers crossed that it goes well. Issue three, pay very close attention to the skyline. There's a very important building. Very important. And it's the key place in issue four. Everything happens there. The most important building in issue four. A key building. Key. Yeah. It's the largest building in town. Biggest (laughs) building in town. Would you say it has the largest girth? It is the largest, the girthiest building. It's the girthiest (laughs) of the city's buildings, and it reaches so high to the sky. (laughs) All in girthy. Once you explore it, it's ultimately disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> it's shallow and empty on the inside. Uh, Mike wouldn't know. He went in and then bailed. Only <laughs> <laughs> one. Just the one. Podcast is almost over. <laughs> but yes, that, that's me. I'm always willing to talk about comics, sports, or whatever. I'm always a friendly conversation. Well, Dwayne, we loved having you on. Yeah. Thank you so much. 
Uh, we're sorry that you have the tolerance of a seven. <laughs> Year Fourteen. Old. Fourteen year old girl. Okay, yeah. so two that's seven year old girls. Two seven, seven year old. A double. That's uh. Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> it's the father of two girls. This is really weird. <laughs> I believe that that is uh, understating a, a fourteen year old's tolerance, but okay. <laughs> the girls are school. Right. right. Moving on. Just keep going. They're right. eighteen if it's two nine year olds. Bunch of fucking weirdos. So glad. All right. All right. So glad that uh, all of you have made it to the end of the podcast. This is, in fact, the best podcast we've had yet. Um, in case you were curious, uh, if you want to double check, you can always go back and listen to the archives. Don't do that. Just wait a month. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> but please make sure to come back next month. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Check out our Tumblr. Check out our Tumblr. Yeah. That is like our, our, our website, uh, thequad-shot.com. Yeah, check that out. You can uh, ask us questions. You can check out some of the art we like. You can listen to podcasts. Um, uh, you can buy you can our stuff. Buy our stuff. That supports the show because um, you'll notice there was no advertisers. We get a lot of offers. We don't like her. But we keep it free for you. <laughs> I do believe that your daughter offered to sponsor us with uh, crayons yeah, this time. Yeah. All right. That's it. Twitter. We'll fucking leave. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much. Did you want to draw out the Twitter handles? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you Jason. don't want to find us on Tumblr, you can find us on Twitter. Well, they can, here's the thing. Go to the Tumblr site because all of our Twitter links are right there. That's easier. It goes to our website. Just go to the Dugquad. I've been shot. Dugquad. If you really fucking give a shit to find us, hang it up. If you're st-